My brothers and CEOs today, on this, our 31st episode of the Good Morning Guys podcast, strap yourselves in, folks, because today we have a holiday to celebrate, fun-filled updates to share, and a spoiler-free discussion about spoilers ahead of us. And regardless of how it turns out, or Patrick edits it, we will survive. Thank you so much for joining us on this fine morning, afternoon, evening, or night as we continue discussing the game of life amidst the other games we love to watch and play. I'm one of your hosts, the Brazilian mountaineer with a mild case of dementia, Lucas Ham Swisher. With me also is the judge, jury, and executioner of fake news and spoilers, as you will discover, Patrick Novosel. Good morning. Also with us, a volleyball savant who can make anyone laugh in three words or less, Ronnie Johantis. Hi, everybody. And our final member of our quadfecta, the man with music in his heart, Dr. Who on his brain and La Coretta in his stomach, Mark Aboucher. Except for tonight, because I didn't have La Coretta. Spoilers. If this is your first time joining us, <laughs> welcome. And spoilers, even if we are coming at you today from multiple time zones and cultures, we hope to bring a good morning your way over the next hour or two. If it's not your first time, welcome back. And more spoilers. Stuff happened. Spoiler-free spoilers are headed your way, and we hope to do it in two hours or less, maybe. Probably. We'll see. We're not making any promises. I feel like after this podcast is over, you're going to make me hate the word spoiler. (laughs) (laughs) It's quite possible. (laughs) But before we continue on, I want to wish you all a happy National Library Workers Day, which is quite appropriate because you guys have whispered so very much over the past 15 minutes. Happy National Library Workers Day or Happy National Library Workers Day. It's a day to honor the hardworking shushers and Dewey Decimal devotees who helped develop our literary and reading skills during our childhood. I don't know about you guys, but my librarians in school were always little drops of sunshine. Not really. Shout out to Mrs. Royce, who gave us the death stare if we mispronounced library as library throughout elementary school. And also a shout out. How are you supposed to say it? It's library? Library, there's two R's oh, separated. No. That's correct. By Real an news. A. Don't try and fancy it up, son. It is not Library. a fruit. It is not like a fruit room where you like you pick something <laughs> from a bush or something. It's not a library. It's a library. <laughs> it's a library. It's lies. Every time my son says library, I can hear her staring at me all the way from West Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> also, a shout out to my high school librarian that I can't remember her name, who introduced me to the Harry Potter book series and let me breeze through my senior year as one of her library assistants. How about you guys? Any shout outs you want to give to your librarian workers? Shout outs to my wife, who is a former librarian worker herself. Oh. Uh, yeah. She was in um, you're, the library you're... here at uh, Liberty University for several years before she went on to a different department. But that's ultimately what she. I'm pretty sure still wants to do with her life is to to be a librarian. Um, and now you're her library assistant, if you know what I mean. Correct. Mm. For life, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> if you get what I'm saying. Patrick and Ronnie, any librarians you want to shout out to? Shout out to Shyla Novacell. She was my librarian. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't I don't know any librarians or really remember my librarians' names. 
Well, as Art as Arctic Warlocks would say, fair enough. <laughs> I think I remember my my elementary school librarian's name was Mrs. Miles, I believe. All right, shout out to Mrs. Miles. We know you're listening. Well, with that, we'll just carry on, and uh, that's let's just jump right into what's new news. Sharing any and all personal or public news that got our attention this week, starting with Mark Boucher. Tell us something good, brother. What? I'm first. You're first. Okay. Well, so uh, this week was pretty much the huge, um, so I won't go into that too much, but some highlights of the week. Uh, So my wife and I decided to get into the Netflix television show Umbrella Academy. Mm. Um which is fantastic. Um, we are very much loving the show so far. I think there are 10 episodes. There's only one season so far. Uh, we are seven episodes in. Um, so we only have a few more episodes to go to finish the season. Um, but it has been fantastic so far. Um, just loving all the characters. Very relatable characters. What uh, is that show? Well, without getting into too many spoilers... Um, basically the, the premise of the show, and here's the elevator pitch, Let's uh, hear it. bunch of, bunch of kids that were basically born on the same day to women just randomly getting pregnant. Yes, that's the storyline, um, are actually born with superpowers. And this old man, basically, he's like very rich. He basically adopts seven of these kids and assembles them for his own little sort of superhero fighting group to save the world. And he kind of messes them up along the way. Messes and them up? Like me hitting a kid with a car or? No, messes uh, them up psychologically. Um, oh, that's that's worse. Never yeah. mind. Probably both do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so it shows their story in the past and in the present when they're grown up. Wait, um, where do the where do the umbrellas come in? Like, are they training them to use umbrellas as weapons? Or is this a Resident Evil all, side story? I imagine they all look like Mary Poppins every single one. <laughs> they just they, they're <laughs> like, we're here to rescue you, and they that come is, down on their umbrellas. That would be absolutely awesome. incorrect. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know the exact reason why they call it the Umbrella Academy. The only reason I can think of is they are basically toted as a, a superhero group. That is designed to protect the world from evil, or in other words, protect from a rainy day, aka the are you umbrella saying, academy. Are you saying rain is evil? You know what I mean. That's a pretty big statement. You there. just gotta. You just farmers gotta would the disagree. Metaphor. You just gotta follow the metaphor. Don't don't even worry about it. But anyway, <laughs> but it's been fun. All the all the characters on the show have their own unique personalities, their own strengths and weaknesses. Um, and I just, we're having a lot of fun with it. Um, that's about all I can say without going too much into the, uh, into the actual show, but, uh, we oh, love okay. it and we can't wait to finish it. Um, we, we, it's one of those shows where we kind of find ourselves like watching the episode and we're like, oh man, we got to watch the next one. Oh man, we got to watch the next one. Oh my gosh, we got to watch the next one. So, um, yeah, it's been it's been a lot of fun to watch for sure. Cool, um, man. Also, highlights from on the gaming front. Um, been playing some Borderlands with Mr. Patrick, um, which has been which has been fun. Uh, we continued pushing the needle a little bit on that. 
um, which we need to get back into that. But anyway, sure. um, it's just great to be back in that world, especially uh, it's making me even more hyped for Borderlands 3, which is officially announced to be coming out in September. So hey, I'm super r- excited about that. Real quick, let me know what, uh, I don't remember the character names, but what characters did you guys choose as your as your? Characters? I don't know if they have actual <laughs> that's, that's names. a stupid way they to ask just, that question, but yeah. What type of character like, are types. you? Yeah. Um, yeah, we, I, I think we're basically both soldiers um, because we both have the That's the one with the turret, turret right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah man, yeah. you can't go wrong with the turret. Like, Absolutely. You just plop that puppy down and then go to a, another side, flank people and stuff. Yeah, that's, Oh, for sure. That's good stuff. For sure. But uh, yeah, it's definitely getting me more hyped for Borderlands 3, um, which is coming out in September, and also pretty exciting that they're actually doing um, console crossplay with Borderlands 3. That's going to be awesome. Wait, uh, what? So we can play Xbox and PS4? Correct. Together? Correct. Really? I didn't see Whoa. that. Yep, that is official. Hold the um, phone. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, but in any case, um, pretty excited for that. and. Um, we're having a great time being back in the Borderlands world for sure. I never actually, like I said, I never finished the first game. Um, so it's good to actually go back and finish it. Um, and then, of course, been playing a lot of Apex Legends, mm-hmm. um, you know, with uh, with Chris McCracken and our own Sheldor from the community and some with Patrick as well. Um, I've been having a horrible time. I love playing with Chris McCracken. But at the same time, every time I play with Chris, I am always the first person to be found by enemies and shot. It I'm pretty sure. Is pretty sure he's fail. he's been telling them where you are. <laughs> I think that's what he's he told probably, me. Probably he's been working against me. No, and I always hear the oh, Mark, and he starts giggling. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "Oh, you did it again!" But uh, it, that never really happens when I'm playing just with. Sheldor or just with Patrick. It's always when Chris jumps in. Mm. I don't know why. But Conspiracy. Um, yep. I'm I'm telling you, he's he's rigging the whole thing. I don't know how, but he's doing it. Um but I mean those are the real highlights of the week for me. Other than that, it's been business as usual. Uh Patrick, how was your week, sir? So my week uh did a few things. Uh my my family actually went camping uh, for a couple days without me, uh, which was awesome, by the way, because me, I don't really enjoy camping. I mean, I'll go with the fam for a couple times during the year, but my wife loves the outdoors. She just loves going camping and doing all the camping stuff. Uh, but for me, um, I don't know if you've heard that uh, Jim Gaffigan bit where he talks about camping, where it is worthless. Uh, you know, like <laughs> basically it's like, All right. it's like, it's like, well, I mean like why, why go camping when, you know, like they invented the home. That's the whole point. <laughs> yeah, so people don't that's have true. To sleep outside. <laughs> point made. The only reason what? I have a house. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. yeah. So, uh, so my family went camping. So while my family was camping, I decided to, I decided to make a little trip of my own and I went to go hang out with old ed placencia for a few hours and played a little bit of buddy over overcooked on no work friday nice which was which was fun because i've never i've never you know traveled that far i mean it was like three hour drive 
just to play a game to where we could just do some couch co-op. And we are in the day and age where we can just co-op through the internet online and do all that stuff. So, but it was fun to actually, uh, to take a trip, uh, and see him and hang out with him for a few hours. Um, and then I, I came home because, uh, I was going to go see a movie with my buddy, Chris, and we ended up seeing Shazam. Yeah. And I got to tell you, Shazam, one of the greatest superhero movies of all time. Really? If I, if I had to rank all superhero movies and in, lumped into one, it may crack the top five. It I was can, that, I can get on board that train. It was that good. Uh, there, was, uh, there was action. There were jokes. I mean, it felt like it was like the jokes of like the Guardians of the Galaxy, where you would have like a serious moment, and then there would be a joke just to lighten the mood. It was absolutely well done. It's not like they were going through and just like pushing jokes for the sake of saying a joke. It all felt natural. Uh, so yeah, that was an absolutely great movie. Um, and then lastly, uh, we, uh, my daughter and I, we have our dance class on Sundays. And this Sunday, we we started learning the uh, the parent dance, where all the parents get up and they do their own dance. And this year, like in the past years, we've done a dances like the MC Hammer dance, where you do the dance from uh, Can't Touch This. This year, I have to learn the worm. Oh I've man! I've never done the worm before. I remember. And- I remember trying to do the worm back in middle school, and I thought I was going to break my back. <laughs> <laughs> So the first time I tried to do the worm, I I hit my chin on the floor. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) The dead worm. Uh, Please please tell me that you're going to... You know what? Never mind. I'm going to talk to Mel about it. I'm going to see if she can live stream this this daddy-daughter dance. So I had her take a video of me practicing the worm. (laughs) Are you serious? So I'll have a video. I'll I'll post it. Yeah. Yeah. Put that baby on the Discord. Yeah. Um, so that's what we d- I did uh, this past week uh, on the gaming front. Uh, I started playing uh, Power Rangers Battle for the Grid. Ooh, go, okay. Go Power Rangers. So this is this <laughs> this Power Rangers game is a fighting game, and with most fighting games, you can select from a slew of different characters. And with Power Rangers, you're like, oh my gosh, there's like over 150 Power Rangers in all the universes and all of the seasons. There are hundreds of villains out there. I'm like, this is going to be one of the best fighting games. I'm going to be able to play as all these Power Rangers and all these villains. It's going to be great. And it's not. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Boo. <laughs> so this game, it's, it's, it's not just your traditional fighting game where you can fight 1v1. This is a fighting game kind of like the Marvel versus Capcom games where you have three fighters on your team. Against cool. three other fighters, I like that. Uh, so yeah, you I mean you can you can switch out uh, in between all, all your um, all your fighters, um, and as you get hurt, you can switch them out, and they can like get some of the health back while they're sitting away, you know, not fighting. So you, while you're using your other fighter, um, and switch back and forth. So it's 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 actually pretty. It's the fighting game itself is fun. Um, there are all kinds of special moves and powers and mega powers and superpowers and things like that uh so it is fun as a game uh, as a game but with all the power rangers that there are 
they decided to only put nine Power Rangers or including villains as characters. So nine? you can only select up to nine. What there year are only is this? nine characters. Is this like nineteen ninety? Street Fighter One? This is Mortal Kombat One, you know, like I Mortal Kombat One, I think maybe maybe had seven to start off. Yeah. Uh and it's this is along the same lines, but it's not one v one, it's three versus three. So you're gonna have two thirds of the fighters in any match in any given time. So there's really not a lot of variety to it. I which smell is, I smell DLC. Well, so there is a season one DLC. Uh, you could buy a season one pass for like twenty bucks, and in that season one pass, there's only, they're only going to add three characters, <clears throat> which makes no sense. It seems a little they steep. Drop. <laughs> I know well, the they game itself drop, like, is twenty dollars. It's like double right? it up for three more they characters. Double like yeah, add nine more characters. Yeah, exactly. So, huh. um, but other than that, it's a fun game. Like, um, I enjoy it. I'm a Power does, Rangers fan, so do sparks fly off of you when you hit each other or something cool like oh, that? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Does yeah. it? Oh man, <laughs> imagine, I need to see this. Imagine got to be authentic. Imagine Marvel versus Capcom, but with Power Rangers. That's pretty much what it is. That's nice. that's the look. Now the other thing is, does it go between being small and being big? Like, can you change to, like, uh, what was the name? Dinosaurd. Of? It's not. Yeah, Dinosaurd. I'm like, what is that called? It's not Voltron. That's the name of another show. Yeah, so do you, no, do you turn into dinosaurs or there are no dinosaur fights. However, what? your superpower is you can call on one of three dinosaurs. And you choose that at the character select screen. You can either choose the original Megazord, uh-huh. uh, the Green Ranger Dragon Zord, or Oh yeah, I love that Dragon Zord. Goldar. Those are the only three that you can choose. Oh, okay. Um so yeah, that hmm. It's fun um, as a Power Ranger fan, but uh, if you're a fighting fan or or a uh, or if you enjoy video games without Power Rangers, you won't like this game. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. It's the only reason I, I bought it is because it's Power Rangers. But so I've been playing that one. That one's been pretty fun. And then the uh, the other game I played over the past week it was A Way Out. Uh, I got uh, yeah, you the did. platinum. On, I got the platinum on that one before uh, that you finished. Now, that is a number. I know. Yeah, it was like the beginning of chapter four. Well, there's four chapters. The beginning of chapter four, I got my last trophy, and we played for another forty-five minutes to an hour, maybe longer. Um, and there are no more trophies, not even an end boss trophy or anything like that, which is crazy, by the way. Um, but I ended up uh, getting that platinum. That is now my eleventh platinum out of the 12 that I had chosen or part of my resolution. I want to get 12 this year. Um, and I have 11 already, so I only need one more. Is it going to be red dead? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Cause Probably it's going to take you the rest the, of the year to get platinum. Number the red 12. dead, red dead online wasn't, wasn't fun. And I don't know if I'm going to, I'm going to go for that platinum oh, no. until they change something. I'm not sure if I'm going to go for that one. What is it about um, the online that, like, if you can just sum it up into? It's slow. Uh, um, you there's like, you, money is hard, is hard to come by in the online, and you have to do so much to get just a bit of money, and some of the missions where you complete it and your next mission is on the other side of the map. So you can either ride your horse for 15 minutes to the next mission or you can use fast travel, but you have to pay for it. Mm. And it's like, I don't don't have the funds to pay for this. So um, yeah, it was just, it was just too slow. 
Um, and I don't think I'm gonna. I don't, I'm not sure I'm gonna go for that one. I actually so, agree with that. I didn't. I didn't really like the Red Dead Online as much either. I stopped playing. Like, I guess I I, I played it for maybe a couple weeks and then just kind of dropped it. The part that like bothers me, like the money thing, is horrible. Like, because you just cannot buy anything. Like, it's so hard to come by. Right. But also, it's so annoying. Like, you just get killed and shot so often when you're trying to do anything. Like, it's awful. And, like, if the person's more advanced than you, you can go back and try to kill them as many times as you want. It doesn't matter. They're going to kill you every time. Exactly. You have to be killed three times, I think, in order to, uh, like, block that person from killing you again. And then it only blocks them for, like, ten minutes. Like oh, I've had people literally, you're, you just try to run away from them on the map and they just follow you. It's like, oh, this is the worst. He's going to follow me for 10 minutes and just keep just pillaging me. Jeez. Yeah. Not fun at all. Yeah. So it's, then, so it then sounds I, I a little would, too real, a little too realistic. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, I mean, there, there has to be some way to, I mean, I'm, I'm, I may get back into it if once they um, update it and change it to the, you know, what the community says uh, that they want. Who knows? Maybe maybe six months down the road, it's going to be better. But I'm, I'm, and until then, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna jump back into it. So, I have a decision to make: um, whether I'm going to continue the platinum run and update my goal to uh, 19. That means I would have essentially doubled my platinums from the start of the year, or I just stop and I enjoy the games I'm going to play. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do if I'm going to update it because playing a, playing a game to get a platinum is totally different play style than just enjoying the game. <laughs> it is. And um, so I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to have to think about it. You pray um, about it. Think about it. The Lord yeah. will guide you in what to do. <laughs> yeah, the Lord will guide me. He's going to tell me how to play <laughs> games. Thanks. Patrick, Thanks, get the platinums. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's about all I did this past week. That uh, that probably beat me out on the spectrum a little bit. I only, uh, had a pretty boring week. A couple things that were interesting. Uh, the first one said I watched uh, another movie. Yeah, let's hear it. What was it? I watched Guardians of the Galaxy two. Nice. Hey. And, and I have to be honest, like those movies are so much fun, aren't they? I actually, I, they are. They are, man. They, they are so much fun to watch. Um, I watched both the first and the second one twice now. Um, there is just a lot of stuff. There's so much, like, like there's so many little things going on in those movies because of all the characters that I just feel like you miss a lot of stuff when you go through. Like the first time I watched it, I knew I was going to want to watch it again because there's a lot of stuff going on. Um, just like little things with the characters, like little jokes and stuff that you maybe don't pick up when you're really like focused in on the story, but uh, man, they were awesome. Like that movie had me laughing like the whole time. Like it was really cool. Yeah. Everything between the, the action, the comedy and the music, like there were songs that I didn't know, but I grew to love like through the movie. Like I was like, I've never heard of this song. This is good stuff. It's the same for me. I like a, a lot of those songs, like I've heard of most of them, but I also found on Spotify there is a Guardians of the Galaxy Volume One and Two oh, playlist with man. all the songs, and I've nice. been listening to it for like two weeks. Like I never just thought nonstop. of that. That's awesome. It's so, I am going to look that up. It's such a good playlist. Um, it's got all the good ones on it. Yeah, right yeah, now I remember. In my, okay, sorry. Good. In my, sorry. I was just going to say along with the Spotify. Uh, in my Spotify playlist right now, I have the Good Morning Guys, and I have like, uh, piano music. It just, it's, it's just, it helps me to work. Like helps me to focus. Just listening to some nice piano yeah. music in the background but 
I definitely need to add a couple lists, and I think Volume 1 and 2 are going to be added to that. That sounds like a good idea. Oh, it starts off with Hooked on a Feeling. So good. Ooga-chaka, yeah. ooga-ooga. Such, such a good playlist. Uh, but yeah, that movie was really great. Um, I enjoyed. I really enjoyed both of them. Um, I enjoyed the Iron Man movie so far. I'm obviously not going to watch all the Marvel movies by the time Endgame comes out. Come on, uh, you can I'm do a, it. You got plenty of time. I'm up against the wall here now. I still have like, I don't know, 85 more Marvel movies to watch until then. So. <laughs> you got 18 days. Um, if you watch one every day, you'll get it. Just watch a movie that, every day. That is actually true. That is a serious commitment. You got it. Um, it. I believe no, it. but I probably won't watch all of them. I'm sure I will still go watch Endgame. Like that, that sounds weird. I'm basically, actually it's perfect for this episode because I'm basically spoiling myself by going. I'm like spoiling uh, like all these other movies, but um, I don't, you know, I, I'll still go see it. Like I went and saw Infinity Wars just because, uh, you know, my buddies are going and uh, I'll go see this one too and I'm sure I'll really like it. At least you'll understand a little more in Endgame than you probably yeah. did for Infinity War when you hadn't watched any movies. Yeah, you know, when I watched Marvel Infinity Universe. War, I probably, I probably annoyed the crap out of my buddy sitting next to me. I'm like, all right, who's this guy? I'm like, Who's that? You're like, who's that? <laughs> who's the rabbit? Who's that rabbit over there with the one with the pirate, the pirate angel? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't know who anybody was. Um, but I'll, like you kind of, I guess it's the movie. I still thought the movie Infinity Wars was good. Like I will go back and watch it after watching all the Marvel movies because I'll have a, a more appreciation for it. But um, I still thought it was good. And I mean, Endgame is, you know, it's going to follow along those lines, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, I think I think Endgame is going to be the biggest movie of all time. I think it's going to out outperform Avatar. I you, think it really is. You heard it here, folks. I I, mean, I will tell you what I I've never seen a movie more hyped. Even if I didn't pay attention to anything, it's impossible to not like come across like some type of movie hype for that, like a commercial, like an ad, like all kinds of stuff. Like that movie is everywhere. Yeah. Well, they said that uh, they're the pre-sale tickets um, have tripled what Infinity War was. Tripled? And Infinity War ended up like, what was it, around $2 billion? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And if this one has tripled the pre-sale tickets of Infinity War, that is I mean, crazy. This, is, this is going to be the biggest movie uh, ever. Well, I think these movies too, like, and, and I guess they kind of did it for me. Like, I went and watched Infinity Wars, like, these movies like kind of got me like interested in Marvel, I guess. You know what I mean? Because like I hadn't really seen them, but these movies have been so big and so popular and almost like kind of like in your face, like you can't ignore them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like I just it kind of like got me into the Marvel movie. So like uh, you know. And I think that's crazy because it like Infinity War is the culmination of ten years of movies. You would think at this point it would be so convoluted and so like so many things weaving through that someone watching Infinity War would be like, I have no idea what's happening. But the way they present it, it it speaks to both the people that have seen all the other movies, and at the same time speaks to those who, uh, who haven't. And you know, you're proof of that, Ronnie. And that's really that's really cool. And it, it definitely yeah, I mean, is going to be huge. Like I could still follow the movie. Like I didn't know all the characters and stuff like that. But I mean, the movie didn't force me to know all the characters. You know what I mean? Like I didn't have right. to know who this was and all the stuff. I you know. Well, and a lot so of them, it was a movie. they were meeting each other for the first time in the movie, so it worked out that. You know. Yeah, exactly. They're like all introducing each other. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, this is perfect. Why um, is Gamora? Yeah. but <laughs> So I did watch that um, and I loved it. And then uh, the last thing I did is I just had some friends over on, on Saturday night and we played cards at my house. So 
really chilled evening, but those are always the best, if you ask me. What what card game did you play? Vom- uh, we played vomiting an adult cats. card game, which is Cards Against Humanity, if you've ever heard that. Oh, I've heard nice. of it. Um, for anybody listening, this is not a children's game by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> so is- not for my youth group? Okay. Nope. Not for your youth group either. <laughs> they are literally for young adults humanity. either. They will cut you. It- Do not... <laughs> Use them. Well, I mean, some of the cards. Space. Some of the cards are very vulgar. Like the language and stuff on the cards is like it's not for kids. So, uh, but it is a really fun game for adults. Um, it depends. I feel like you have to have maybe a little bit of a crude sense of humor for the game, but I think that's kind of what makes it fun and different. But that, that's pretty much it for me. What'd you do, Lucas? Cool. Um, let's see. Uh, over the past week, I've I've been kind of upping the ante in my. Uh, in my work, especially since Mark called me out last week, I thought I better I better work a little harder so that you better uh, actually do some work. <laughs> I better do something. <laughs> uh, no, but I, I've been meeting with different pastors and and doing different things. I did preach again this Sunday. I actually preached the same message at a different church. Uh, it was very last minute, and it was very much a God thing. Like one one door kind of closed on an opportunity, and then another door opened. So it was really cool. Uh, but something as an aside, along with you know, my English classes and pastors that I met with, I had some really funny discussions. Um, one of the pastors that I meet with that I, I've talked to you guys before about, his name's Wesley. Um, we were talking the other day, and I don't even remember how it came up, but I asked him what he thought of Jim Carrey. And he was like, I love Jim Carrey, Ace Ventura, all the way. And I'm like, are you serious? Ace Ventura? And we had like the next 10 minutes, we had a discussion. And it all culminated in me telling him like, like sharing with him the significance of that famous line from Ace Ventura 2, I think. Or maybe he did it in 1, 2, where he goes, like a glove. And uh, it's one of my favorite lines. And I think that's how it came up originally is because he parked in a spot in the city that was just like perfect. And so I started talking about that. And we started talking about Ace Ventura. Uh, another Brazilian that I was talking to uh, about our show, actually, that I've mentioned before. And he's on our Discord, uh, Adriano. Uh, he likes to listen to our show a lot every week, and a part of every one of our English classes, he brings up our quick fires. And the past couple weeks, he's he's shared his own answers to the quick fires. And I have to say, he's given Patrick a run for his money. Not that it's that Uh-oh. hard, but he's like you know, coming up with his own thoughts and ideas and and talking about it. And it's been it's been very entertaining to hear his perspective because there are times when he's like. I don't understand what you guys are saying because you guys are saying some <laughs> crazy stuff like deflated hot pockets and talking about all these things like what's a hot pocket and uh, all those uh, funny things. But it's been it's been really funny and uh, pretty cool. Uh, after one of my more recent classes, I also accidentally sent him a uh, "Good night, love you, hugs and kisses" text that was meant for my <laughs> wife. And so you can imagine how shocking that was for him to receive it. I quickly tried to delete it, but I think he read it before I deleted it. And he, of course, laughed in my face. <laughs> Solid. Yeah, that's good stuff. Have you have you guys done that recently? Or can you remember a time when you've... I was wondering if I'm all alone in this or if you guys accidentally texted someone thinking you were, you know, writing something I've else. definitely I've definitely done that before. Um, like, I think... I think the last time I did it, I remember messaging my mom, and I can't remember what it was about. Oh no! Um, <laughs> it wasn't any, it wasn't anything terrible or whatever. I know I I know I was I was try I was attempting to text a girl, and I obviously did not do that. 
but it ended up being like just kind of a funny thing. It was like plans, like like well, let's let's meet up here at like six. And my mom's like, all right, <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, that's not for you. Never mind. I wasn't inviting you somewhere. <laughs> no, don't turn into this whole. It turned into this. We're good. Turned into this whole thing. No, 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 no. You can't come. <laughs> You're not invited. Yeah, yeah, that's all you need. You're hanging wrong, out with all your friends and your mom. Shows wrong up. person. Yeah. <laughs> I've accidentally texted my friends something I meant to text to my wife. Uh, thankfully, it was nothing like inappropriate or anything. Oh, boo! That's no fun. But, um, yeah, I've definitely, like, a lot of times, like, I'll go to the first, the very first text message on the list, and usually, that's my wife. But, and I do it kind of, you know, not thinking when, you know, the last person I texted was, like, a group of my buddies or whatever. Um, So, I've definitely done stuff like that before. I remember when I was, uh, I think I had been working at my current my job for like maybe a year and my boss had asked me to do something and it was just off the wall like grunt work and i was not all about it at all and so i meant to uh send an email to my buddy (laughs) saying how garbage this is and i accidentally replied to my boss And she just responds Yikes. like, "Did you mean to send this to me?" I'm like, "No, this is." <laughs> so I had to play it off like, "Oh, I had nothing to do with what she asked me." Like, oh my gosh, that's that's awful. Wow, I still have a job. I can imagine that that was awkward. Um, but besides those fun conversations with Brazilians, um, uh, another thing that happened the, during this past week, uh, I really got to witness uh, just how. Uh, I guess God just really works in really cool ways sometimes. Uh, as I had mentioned before, I spoke and preached in Sunday school and church about friendship uh, last week, uh, John 15, you know, based on the things we talked about a couple episodes ago. Uh, and then this week, uh, my wife, Mindy, she led, the, she led the Sunday school and talked about the Ten Commandments. And towards the end of our Sunday school class, one of the, one of the guys in our group, Fabiano, he said that um, over this earlier this week, uh, kind of in response to the friendship discussion that we had and then realizing that in our Sunday school this past Sunday that that God was encouraging him to to kind of take things to the next level with uh, one of his coworkers named Paulo. Uh, he was really like, he just, he was having a moment like right in the middle of Sunday school and just talking about how how God was speaking to him and, and how he had just been talking to his friend Paulo at uh, out at a restaurant or whatever, just talking about life, and and Paulo had kind of just told him, hey, you know, the Bible is fairy tales, and I don't, you know, I don't believe in that kind of stuff, and and uh, Fabiano was just really trying to encourage him, and it was just really cool that that he just ha- kind of had that realization that that God was kind of encouraging, you know, his his relationship with Paulo and encouraging him to to not give up and to continue forward. So that was just something cool that, that happened at, at church this past weekend that I just wanted to share with you guys that, uh, you know, you never know what God's going to use, what you say and, and how you say it. And if you think people aren't listening, like your family or friends or, or whatever, uh, know that God is, that if, you know, especially if you're saying something on his behalf or, you know, trying to encourage somebody that, that people are listening, they're paying attention and, uh, you can have an impact. Um, and then beyond that, in the gaming front, 
Uh, I've not been playing a lot of Fallout 76, which has made me kind of sad. I need to make a public apology to Jonathan. Uh, I think I have bailed on him uh, four out of the last five times <laughs> over these yeah, past more couple apex weeks. For me. Yeah, yeah, more <laughs> more apex for more apex for Mark. Uh, which is funny. I think around the time that I told Mark, "Hey, buddy, uh, Tuesdays and Fridays are my time with Sheldor, so you you can have the other days." I think around that time I started bailing on him just for a variety of reasons, and I was like, "Wow, <laughs> just insert foot in mouth." Uh, but we did uh, one of the times we played. We did run into like an unkillable fly. Uh, it was an enemy, and we could not kill it. It was just a little fly, and it was just flying around. And we literally had to like escape the 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 zone we were in because it was going to kill us because we could not kill him. And just uh, craft a uh, fly swatter. I know, That's right? Do. An unkillable fly swatter. I should have thought of that. Dang it! I'll try to do that next time I'm in there. Okay. And uh, but then beyond that, uh, I've been playing. Uh, I had been playing Lego Jurassic World with my kids, and we finished and platinumed it last week. That is one fantastic game. Patrick, I think I've mentioned it to you before, but you definitely need to play some Lego games if with uh, Clark if you haven't already. Even your daughter, I think they would enjoy. If I can't remember if you've said they've played Lego games before. but I tried to get Clark to play one of the Lego games. We started with Lego the movie. And, oh, that's uh, right. He he w- did not understand how to switch characters and do certain things. Like it was way beyond his was way beyond his league. Yeah. And uh, so we actually got out his. Uh, we have an old DS, and we have a few games on it. And he's been playing Mario Kart. Oh, nice! And he's been playing Mario Kart for maybe I don't know two or three weeks, and he's getting pretty good at it. Uh, he's, he's starting to learn how to do the power slide. Look out. Uh, he's getting, he would, when he first started, he was getting like eighth place every single time. And, but that's normal. I mean, he's trying, he's, he's only four. He's figuring things out. Uh, now he's getting first, second and third place consistently. And he's unlocked all the tracks. So he's, that's more his alley rather than, because it's just a couple buttons rather than the Xbox controller of trying to figure out how do I do this? How do I do that? Oh, I need to hold in B. I need to tap B now. Yeah. I need to hold in Y and then move my cursor over to this guy. Yeah. It was too much for him. So yeah. uh, at this point, and Claire, she's not a she's not a gamer. She's more of like, hey, I want to make videos on my phone oh, and <laughs> dance to those <laughs> that and with music. No. So yeah, she's not a gamer. Yawn. Yeah, you'll have that. <laughs> well, you know, with Mark, with Mark, no, not with Mark. Mark is not your child. With Clark, <laughs> with Mark now, Mark. When yeah. I play games with him, tell you know, us I have about to show it. Show him the ropes too. Yeah, <laughs> got to hold his hand, and you got to be like, "It's okay, care. buddy. It's okay, little buddy. You'll get it." Uh, he was yeah. calling me Clark the other day. That's all it is. <laughs> oh man, yeah, you're, you'll find with with uh, Clark, with with each you know month that passes, and you just kind of just hop around the different games. You know, right now he does Mario Kart. But when you go back to Lego, he's going to remember some stuff or some of the other you know games that you play with them. Uh, once they get it, it's really fun. And when they're like, hey, Daddy, let's play this together, uh, that's, that's just really cool uh, when you get to do that. Music to my ears. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, besides hanging out with the dinosaurs in that fun little game, uh, I also platinum a little game called Platinum of the Eyes. Doesn't that sound magical? fake just like like my name is mayo just no it wasn't have you guys ever played the game limbo 
It's kind of an older game. It was on 360, yeah. PS3 yeah. eventually. So this is like a sci-fi Limbo light. It's not quite as long as Limbo and like it doesn't take you as long to beat it. And it's not quite as, I think Limbo is a little more difficult. But it's very much like you're this little robot and you're pretty much traversing the land. It's kind of playing out a story. You have no attacks, so you have to avoid stuff and figure out puzzles and all that jazz. It wasn't that bad. It was fine. Uh, it was. How do you find these games? I'm a, a big, huge nerd, and I just, you know, I have other friends that are trophy hunters, other friends that like easy platinums, and they tell me about it, and you know, those kind of things. So I check them out, and when they're on super sales, you know, and you have extra bucks just hanging around, and ah. It's good times. Okay. I like the metal game. the The metal game, no, the meta game with trophies. So, it's good times. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I also hundred percented a walking simulator with NES graphics called Proteus. That was a PS Plus game back in two thousand thirteen. Uh, not pretty to look at. But a walking game. Yes. Have you heard it? So, <laughs> you haven't heard of this. So there are games, <laughs> Ronnie. That are that they call walking simulators, and it's called a walking simulator because it'll play through a story, but all you really have to do is walk through the environment. There's no like buttons to press, other than just moving through the environment. Uh, I know it sounds riveting, and uh, sometimes some games. I mean, some I, of I them they do very well. Yeah, because they're like, they're uh, like very calming. Yeah, uh, they are a very. You know, big stark contrast to like the action games that I play. And this one's very calming. Like I've played this with my kids, actually, Proteus. Um, it's really simple. You just walk around, look around. Like I said, it's NES graphics, but it's still 3D. It's still something that, you know, like my son and my daughter would just be like, I just want to walk around, and explore. There's little, you know, 8-bit chickens and birds flying around. And, you know, it it it's not that bad. It's just... It's after 10 minutes, you're like, okay, moving on. I need some action. I need a gun or something. So, Sounds awesome. Yeah, I know, right? It's very riveting. It's good times. Uh, and then to finish it all off, uh, I, as Patrick already mentioned, played A Way Out. Uh, I really liked that game. That game was a blast. Uh, it was like an Uncharted-like adventure that had a good mix of Shawshank Redemption and Double Dragon to it. Like it just, you know, you're co-oping. You're hanging out, you're having fun, uh, you have a common goal, and you kind of have some puzzles where you have to work off of each other. There's some shooting elements, there's some mystery, there's some, you know, it, it, it was a really fun game. I recommend it to anyone who's looking for a co-op game. I think what's cool about it is that only one person has to buy it. You know, the other person can just download the demo, so you can go halfsies with someone, or if you just know someone that already owns the game, you know, you can play through it with them. Uh, and it was really fun to play through it with Patrick. I found it really funny, Patrick, that you've played through the game, but you acted like it was your first time playing through the game. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, like, it was so strange. Like, when Mark and I played it, we played it in, I think, two sit-throughs like a year ago, and mm -hmm. we got to the end, and you're like, Is this, was this the ending that you guys got? And I was like, I have no clue. I am not sure about any of this. Yeah, and like like I'd mentioned, like we'd mentioned in past episodes, like it was a lot of times there were some awkward, not awkward things, but there were just funny things that happened that it, we were making comments and making jokes that it was, you know, and just acting like it was Mystery Science Three Thousand, Mystery Science Theater Three Thousand. It was really funny. Well, yeah, when I when I went up to see Ed, and after we got done playing games, he wanted to watch the playthrough of our a way out because I streamed the end of it. 
and he was chuckling pretty hard about uh, about our comments about the you know the commentary of our players and the movements and what we're doing, <laughs> and because we were playing the game not necessarily just to plow through the story. No, definitely not. Uh, there was one point where you were sitting on a wall <laughs> yes. and just sitting there like you're doing a wall sit, yeah. uh, waiting for me to climb on you so like we could get up to the next section. And <laughs> you just made a comment that it looks like you're taking a dump. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so instead of just continuing on, I went, uh, went ahead and got you some leaves. That's right. Fake oh, leaves, I forgot about that. Just to help you so you could... Uh, you I- know, Wipe it up. I appreciated those dig- those digital leaves. <laughs> it's kind of stuff you're it's kind of stuff you're missing yeah. when you're not watching the stream or <laughs> playing. Uh, and and I really liked in that game too that there was definitely uh, an element of a plot twist, and there were twists and turns, which of course I will not spoil. That would make me a spoiler. And speaking of spoiler, that brings us to the polemic topic of the show today. Spoilers, baby. That's right, folks. Today we are talking about spoilers. Some of us hate them. Some could care less. And even a select few actually like them. So today we are going to be talking about our personal feelings and the feelings of our community and listeners about spoilers. What do you do to avoid spoilers? When is it okay to post spoilers? When was the last time something was spoiled for you or by you? And how have some spoiler-worthy moments impacted you in your life? So let's start with our personal feeling on spoilers. Love them, dislike them, hate them, or could care less. Who wants to lead the way? I can only imagine. I could care less <laughs> about spoilers. I think fake news. I, yeah, fake news, totally. No, I uh, I absolutely um, do not like spoilers. Me, I like to experience the event myself for the first time. Uh, some people enjoy the journey over the ending. Uh, I enjoy uh, experiencing the ending over the journey, and the journey has a lot to do with it. Uh, but uh, there are times when you know, like I don't even watch the previews for. You know, TV shows for the following week because I don't really care. I'm gonna watch it anyways. I just want I want to be surprised every single time. So, um, yeah, I don't, I, I don't like spoilers uh, in the slightest. All right. So my general opinion of spoilers is that I don't care at all. But I know a lot of people do care. Like, for example, Patrick. The reason I said fake news is because we used to go like. We could walk like at the park, like in the summer during like lunch or whatever, just to like, get out of the office. And there were things like I basically knew I was not even allowed to talk about with him. <laughs> like he lays down this serious spoiler. He's like, he is so anti-spoiler. Like he is leading the armies against spoiling. <laughs> so there was like things that I literally just like off limits for me. I'm like, I'm not slipping up and I'm not ruining this. But uh, but no, generally I just don't care. You know, I mean, this, I'm the guy that watched Infinity Wars, like, <laughs> before basically any other Marvel movie, and uh, I'm going to watch Endgame before I watch most of them, probably, so it doesn't matter as much to me. I just, I just imagine Patrick in a soldier outfit with a little patch, with a little dude going, shh, on the, on That's the exactly patch. what he was wearing. 
I, I imagine Patrick, I can imagine that too. I imagine Patrick <laughs> climbing up Mount Horeb and telling Moses to add an eleventh commandment: "Thou shalt not spoil." Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. A good one. Like, yep. If you ever get your hands that on is, a time machine, you're going back in time, baby. Be like eleven <laughs> commandments, my friend. We're adding an eleventh. <laughs> so here's my, I guess my personal, at least how I handle spoilers. Um, I care, but I don't care at the same time. Um, I mean, yeah, if I get spoiled on something, like a lot of times I, I sometimes look ahead. I will admit, um, and sometimes my wife hates me for that, and sometimes my wife will be like, oh, so what happens here? What happens here? And then I try to not say anything, because typically she's like, don't tell me, don't tell me. And she's like, oh, why won't you tell me? And I'm like, because you told me not to tell you. <laughs> oh, jeez. But, um, I mean, sometimes I'll look ahead, and sometimes I won't. Like, actually, right now, uh, for Umbrella Academy, I have actually not looked at any spoilers um, for the show. So I'm trying to be good about that. Um, so, I mean, that's pretty much my, my philosophy, you know, um, sometimes I've looked ahead cause sometimes I can't help myself, but you know, it, to me, like, yeah, I like to be surprised, but at the same time, it's not going to kill me if I find something out. Um, so, but yeah, that's my outlook on it. So I want to go back to uh, my feelings about spoilers. One of the things that with this platinum trophy hunting that I'm doing is when I, because for me, if I want to play the game only once and do a single playthrough, I have to look at what's coming. Like, hey, what do I have to do next to get the next trophy? I never thought and of that. With that, it like it's it's so terrible. Like, okay, the next section, I'm gonna need to do this. I'm like, man, I wish. I wish I didn't have to do this. You know, that's another reason why I'm not sure if I want to continue this platinum trophy hunting because I'm not enjoying the game as much as I would if I didn't know what was going on. Yeah, I know. Uh, the I never, plight of a trophy hunter. I never thought about that. Yeah, that's totally. You cannot hate spoilers and be a trophy hunter. With that being said, I'm one of the exceptions because I hate spoilers. Let me tell you a story. One time, this kid spoiled something for me about Infinity War, and I hit him with a car. Oh, I don't know if that's fake news or real news. <laughs> I don't even have a joke because I was going to somehow hit the, the kids get hit by a car. I was going to use that. <laughs> no, that's that's totally fake news. Uh, I, I mean, it sounds real. It's, it's, it sounds legit to me. <laughs> no, I I really I'm I'm more like Mark in the sense that I I don't mind spoilers. I don't go looking for them per se. But to me, it is about the journey. It's not about the destination. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've rec- read Wikipedia for movies or video games that I I didn't think I was ever going to watch or play, or I still haven't watched or played. So I didn't mind reading about them on Wikipedia. You know, like I did recently for Breaking Bad. I think I've read four four seasons on Wikipedia, like every single episode, what happens. And uh, it's a very riveting story, very interesting. And I got to skip a lot of the you know, some of the the stuff that's said and the things that are shown on the unrated Netflix version that I, is the only way for me to watch. Uh, I also did, uh, I also read on Wikipedia the, the whole story of God of War back in the day when I didn't think I was going to get to play the game. Um, you know, and and for that, you know, even though I eventually did play the game and I went through the story, 
I still really enjoyed it. And even though I kind of knew some of the end game things, some of the things that were going to happen, I still loved the journey. And as a dad, I, I loved the relationship between the father and son. And even though, knowing the things that I knew, I it made me notice some of the things I might not have known and I would have had to play a second time in order to get it. So I can rewatch movies. Sometimes I have a form of dementia, as I've already established on this show and the things I forget. Uh, so it, it kind of helps me in the moment. There are times when I've watched movies and I've thought, maybe it's going to happen differently this time. Like, I know it's not going to happen, but I don't know if you guys have ever had this, where you watch a movie you've seen before and you're like, what if it didn't go this way? Like, what if the hero wasn't a stupid face and they made the right decision, like, within the first 20 minutes of the movie? Like, I think crazy stuff like that sometimes. So maybe that's just me. Fair enough. Fair enough, indeed. <laughs> uh, let's hear some of our Discord members. They wanted to share with us how they felt felt about spoilers. Our VP Barnaby Butters said, "Spoilers are bad. I used to care a lot, get pretty emotional, angry, sad because that was all that was really going on in my life. Having somebody uh, and ruining what my brain considered the one thing, quote unquote, I cared about was pretty bad. Nowadays." I still don't like spoilers, but I don't get that much invested. In the end, it's just a movie, game, comic, whatever. Yes, I still care about those things, but it is not going to ruin my life, quote-unquote. If something gets spoiled, that said, I have actively avoided any in-game spoilers, including the latest trailer, because you know, spoilers. And by the way, you have to mention my two favorite recent spoiler drama, dramas, Dramagate, Mark Ruffalo, who spoiled the Avengers 4 movie name and the ending many years ago, and Tom Holland, who's pretty much, uh, pretty much spoiled all of Avengers Infinity War, Homecoming, and Away From Home. So, you have that. And you guys, Wait, yeah. he spoiled all that stuff? At some point yeah. or another, yeah, so... You didn't. I don't think you watched like, that. Like, what kind of spoilers was it? Well, one, was it like the end of it? No, or it was just like scenes. So for him, for for Tom Holland, he just he when you compile all of his spoilers together, like it gives you a good chunk of information about the movies. Uh, but like he spoiled some time ago how there's going to be not just Spider Man one, but Spider Man two and Spider Man three. I mean, come on. I mean, I mean, like that's yeah. I mean, at the same time, it's like saying. come on. We know they're going to keep. They they got a good thing going, so it's to me it would be a spoiler if they said, "Hey, we're stopping at Spider Man 2. That that I'd be like, "Are you wh- wait what? Are you serious? Well, yeah, that's a spoiler." Is, the funny thing is about Tom Holland. I was reading that they actually, and I guess for a lot of these guys too, they don't actually give them the whole script. Right. They basically feed them their lines a little bit at a time. So they don't know the context because they don't want them to know the story. They especially have to do that with Tom Holland. And Mark Ruffalo. Uh, And Mark Ruffalo. They have no context as to what they're doing. Um, So That's got to be hard as an actor to not know uh, what kind of emotions that you got to feel. I mean, that's got to be all about the director. Oh, yeah, it has to be. Just imagine you are feeling this way and go with it because that's got to be tough for an actor. Yeah. But yeah, I Absolutely. saw the I saw the video with Mark Ruffalo some time ago where a year before And uh spoilers. The guy that 
Yeah. <laughs> that in itself is a spoiler. <laughs> All right. Spoiler alert. Yeah, that's true. You, spoiler alert. You can, you can use that spoiler alert thing that, you know, if you want to use that uh, during that time. There'll be a couple times that you might have to do that just for fun. But anyways, uh, yeah, so he, he like revealed that a year before the movie came out. And I remember seeing the video where, uh, who's the one that plays Iron Patriot? Uh, uh, Don, Cheadle. Don Cheadle. Yeah, Don Cheadle like hit him on the shoulder like seriously and was just like, dude, shut up. <laughs> like he he was not joking. He was like, shut your <laughs> mouth right now. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's it would be, I mean, they have so many actors involved. I can't see how everybody could keep their mouth shut about it. So it is what it is. So yeah. I have I have some thoughts about, so I totally respect people who are like, Straight up, you know, people like Patrick or whatever who's like, I don't like spoilers, don't tell me, and that kind of stuff. But I think a lot of the mentality, I think we've gone a little overboard on it about the idea of spoilers to the point where people are like, now listen, hear me out. To the point where, like, people, it, when you may have accidentally said something that could potentially be some sort of a spoiler or you know, an actor that's going to be in the movie or, or something like that. You know, I've had people, they basically act like I just killed their child in front of them. <laughs> um, like, people get really upset when you when you mention some sort of spoiler. And I, I think there's a point where it becomes obnoxious, mm. in, in my opinion. Um, and, and so, I trust me, I get it. I get that you don't, you want to be surprised and all that kind of stuff. But, like... They're movies and books. If something happens and something slips, life goes on. It's going to be okay. It, it, it's not that big of a deal. Um, that being said... <laughs> yeah, that's basically Patrick that you just described. Patrick, Patrick rebuttal. Uh, you have, yeah, you have I would, two minutes. I would, I would, two minute rebuttal. If you, so it's, it's, it's totally different. If you spoil... Uh, the ending to a movie to saying a specific scene within the movie. Like if you talk about a specific scene, sometimes, you know, when I'm talking to Ronnie, um, he, he says, he's like, ah, oh, this isn't really a spoiler. It's just in the middle of a movie kind of thing. Um, that's fine. Uh, but the ending to a movie, that is a huge, huge deal. Oh, I'm not going to uh, sit there and like just blatantly talk about a whole bunch of stuff that happened in the movie right in front of you. I'm not going to blab about it. Like I sure. couldn't believe earlier in the episode that Lucas said that Ace Ventura parked a car perfectly. Like, are you kidding me? That is one of the biggest spoilers in that movie. <laughs> oh, no, right like that's, then. Spoilers! Like, that's just, that's just a small scene. You know, it's, it has nothing to do with the, the, the how the story is going to play out. But it's like it's to the point where like when I'm coming out, say I'm coming out of the movie theater, like I I have to like typically I'm talking to my wife about oh man that was awesome and blah 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 like and I try to keep my mouth shut as best as I can because I feel like there are people around me that are ready to stone me. Um, and you do. I mean, people are gonna are going in to go see that. Yeah, movie. that's definitely so a time really, where you should that, keep your mouth shut. That is like shut. A, a place that you cannot talk about the movie. It sounds like a rough theater, man. I just feel like some people take that just way overboard. Like I'm gonna I, be there with like a, a wooden mallet, and I'm going to be <laughs> like, "Shut up, no spoilers." But no, I I mean I get it. I respect people that like want to be that want to go in completely surprised. I get that, <clears throat> but I just think sometimes people push it a little too far. 
and they just need to lighten up a little bit. <laughs> well, Patrick, uh, I will say that while Ronnie, Mark, and I are kind of forming our own little big deal about spoilers club, you are not alone. Travis Popsicle had this to say. He said, I stopped watching trailers for Star Wars and the Marvel movies because they almost always show too much. It is a different experience going into a movie blind because you can only hear it. But um, but not really. <laughs> Thank you for that, Travis. <laughs> yeah. Nice little dad joke insertion there. But not really a big deal if things get spoiled. It's just a movie. It's just a show. For the most part, people are decent about it. My thing is people not talking or making noise during the show. Also along lines with that, Tim Pollan said, I used to stay away from movie spoilers. Now most of the trailers aren't even content. No, <laughs> they're not even content. Aren't even content that makes the final cut. Or they're completely <laughs> fooling us. Hulk and Infinity War. I will watch it only if it's under a minute. So what do you think about spoilers and trailers? I think, and this is the other thing too, like, I totally get totally get going in completely blind as well. Because, you know, trailers... They give they give away a fair amount of stuff. Now, obviously, the Russo brothers with with like Infinity War and stuff, they learned, and they've actually filmed basically fake, fake scenes, fake spoilers. I love it. Yeah, um, so they figured it out. But at the same time, when people complain, when they say, you know, like, oh man, that trailer showed too much. Well, why did you watch the trailer then? The trailer in itself is basically spoiler central. So uh, I just don't see the room to complain there. Just don't watch the trailer. You have the choice to not watch the trailer. So that's that's your, your deal. <laughs> so I think, uh, like you said, the Russo brothers have uh, chosen the route of misdirection. And they did that with the Infinity War trailer. You know, there were scenes in that trailer that didn't make it into the final movie, which was absolutely awesome the way they did that. Uh, and I believe they're they're doing the same thing with the Endgame trailers, where they are filming scenes and they're putting stuff in there that is giving you a misdirection so that people are not spoiled. Now, with the Avengers universe, I mean, this is the culmination of movie... This is the movie of all movies. I mean, let's be honest. This is... This, this is a world that they have built. This is this is the end game. This is going to be the end of the Marvel universe as we know it. Yes, it's going to continue on because we know that Spider-Man movie is coming out in July or June, whatever it is. Um, but the spoilers for this movie are uh, magnified because of how many movies are leading up to this. Now, if we're talking about a like a chick flick spoiler, it's like, <laughs> come on, we all we all we all know how those end. Um, but, but this, this is, if we're talking about specifically the Marvel universe, this is one of the biggest movies and I'm, and people do not want to be spoiled. I would say like 80% of people don't want to be spoiled and the other 20% really don't care. And you know, I get it. People, people don't care. They want to eat up as much as they can. They want to get as much content, uh, as they can, uh, to get hype for it. Um, I get that. Uh, but yeah, this, if spoilers for, other certain movies versus the Marvel movies are way different, I believe. Yeah. I see that. I respect that. So, uh, in your own personal history of spoilers, 
Let's uh, let's change gears for a moment and talk about when we've been spoiled or we've spoiled someone else. But we could start with when have you guys been spoiled before in the past? I'll go first because I was going to talk about this, uh, but I thought we were going to go this direction. Um, I was in line in the movie theater uh, back when M. Night Shyamalan was... he His, his original movies, like there was... Um, the sixth sense and then he came out with signs and then the third movie was the village and uh this was back in the day when you couldn't um pre-order tickets ahead of time unless you like went to the movie theater and the earlier in the day and actually got them uh so this was a time where you had to get to the movie early get your tickets and stand in line waiting for the next uh theater to open and as I'm standing in line, I mean, these are roped off, roped off lines. And this is like M. M. Night Shyamalan. This is his third movie. This is, you know, one of the biggest directors uh, at the time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like he is one of those directors. He, he produces a story um, that uh, throughout the entire movie leads up to some huge twist at the end. Yeah. And that's just the way his movies have been. They, they, that's what most of his movies have been. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm standing in line. Uh, for the village and if you've seen the village you know that there's uh, again a big twist at the end and i i was standing in line and we were waiting for to get into our theater and uh the showing before us had just let out and there's people walking out and they were talking and this couple was talking so loud. I'm not sure if it was Mark. Mark, and Kristen. yeah. I'm not Mark, sure. who were you with um, at the time? But it, it could have been. <laughs> not Kristen when the village came out. <laughs> so so uh, they were talking so loudly uh, that they spoiled it for everyone in the line. And that is crazy. It was, it, was like, it was like anarchy. Like people were booing at these people for talking about this spoiler because that is i mean that was the reason why you go see the m night Shyamalan movies is because of the twist yeah because you never see it coming even though he alludes to it every scene like in each scene there's there's something that he he adds uh into it that foreshadows what's going to happen at the end um but you but you don't you don't see those little things until you kind of like see it the second time around but uh that was the first time that um i realized i hated spoilers Mm. like i never even i mean like because back in the day there was like i mean action movies and so forth like twists really didn't matter um until m night Shyamalan came in and just pretty much broke the mold uh of the normal movies and decided to put twists in there like huge twists um and that was that was the first time that i remember uh, a movie like that being spoiled for me Mm. yeah i used to love them uh m night Shyamalan ding dong movies that's his <laughs> that's his other name uh, yeah I, i'm surprised that i never got spoiled on his movies but i used to i remember especially once he got established like you get into the village you signs and then after that um i'm blanking on his other movies but you just would go in and you're like what is going to be the twist what is going to be the that one thing i, I kind of miss I mean, I know he has other movies that he's come out with recently. I haven't, I haven't watched them like Glass and. He's come out with like uh, it was like the, after that was like The Happening, which wasn't really good. It wasn't a very good twist, but he came out with uh, Split, that Split Personality uh, movie. Yeah, um, that was really cool. The ending of that, I think there was Unbreakable. He did that one. Uh, some cool twists in there. 
Yeah. What other spoilers we got that you uh, that were forced upon you? So I had to think back for I had to think back on this one because I've never really cared about spoilers at all, and I did not come up with a single time where I can remember something being absolutely spoiled for me. Um, and I think it's just because I've always carried like like I guess kind of the same view. Like if I was going in to see like a, a movie and somebody came out talking about it, like I probably wouldn't even pay attention. Um, just because I don't, I don't know. I, I don't really, it just doesn't really matter to me. You just like, I'll still watch it and I'll still enjoy it. Even if I know what's going to happen at the end. Yeah. You just kind of live in the moment. Yeah. That's pretty much, that's pretty much my same reaction to it. Like, um, you know, I try to not, you know, if I'm, if I'm going to see something, something I'm really interested in, I'm not going to, you know, read about the whole movie or whatever, but you know, if I generally, if I find something out about it, I'm like, I'm still going to watch the movie anyways, because it's all to me, it's a lot about the experience of actually seeing it happen. Right. Um, for sure. Um, now certain things I do try to steer away from. And unfortunately the most recent one I can think of is, is actually for, um, Spider-Man on PS4. Um, I don't know how I ended up seeing some sort of spoiler, about it it just happened to pop up in my i think it was in my youtube feed or something like that and i hadn't finished i was playing the game but i hadn't finished it yet um and i saw something that happened i was like no okay that sucks (laughs) and then i moved on but and i still ended up beating that game uh which was fantastic um so was it a, was it a bit of a bummer to find out that particular spoiler? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Um, but uh, you know, I I still played it anyway, and I still absolutely loved it. Um, so that's the I mean that's the most recent one. Otherwise, I you know it doesn't it doesn't pain me too much. So yeah, I don't think I've ever been spoiled in a video game. I'm trying to think back and. I think the one of the like the the bigger like triple A style games uh, that I played, I usually play on day one, um, and I think I play it enough or fast enough to where I see the ending to that game prior to you know the quote unquote spoilers getting out. So I can't remember if I've ever had one before. Yeah, I kind of like Ronnie and Mark. I. I uh I don't know. I don't I think kind of like Ronnie like I just live in the moment so much that I don't even catch it, you know, like on social media people throw stuff out there or they ruin endings to movies and for some reason I don't come across it and I don't see it or I don't pay attention. Uh and so I I honestly couldn't come up with a story either of of when uh something got spoiled. However, I I did get to witness someone spoil something for my wife <laughs> and it was Ooh. very funny. Uh, because I knew, like, I I knew the spoiler, not because I had seen the movie. It was the Harry. It was uh one of the Harry Potter movies where someone dies, and uh, I had when the books originally came out. I I never thought I was gonna buy the books or read the books. Uh, I knew I was gonna eventually watch the movies, but I wanted to know so badly what happened that I read the the Spark Notes or the like Wikipedia. Like I found something online where I pretty much got the very detailed summary of what happens. And I read like all seven books in a matter of a couple of days so I could find out what happened because I really wanted to know. 
Well, anyways, when the movies came out, we were riding to the movie theater with a couple that had read the books, and they were they were kind of like our Harry Potter movie buddies, and we would go, and uh, one of them was just kind of conversing about about the movies, the past movies, and then she, for a moment, kind of jumped ahead, and in the moment of kind of talking about leading to kind of not wanting to spoil books ahead or movies ahead, she actually spoiled who died in the movie we were about to watch or we were going to watch next. Oh. And I'd all of a sudden, I was just like, <gasps> and I was like, maybe Mindy won't catch it. Maybe Mindy won't catch it. And Mindy just looked at me in the back seat, like this face, you know, death stare. And then uh, our friend's husband, uh, <laughs> he was like, you just spoiled the movie. <laughs> and And I was just like, it's oh, all right. Man. I already knew, but now Mindy knows, and she's like, "Oh, I'm so sorry. I forgot that you didn't know." Or you know, she just she just got to talking about it because she knew her husband, and that she knew that they had watched that they had read the books and stuff. So that was the only time. Yeah, that- when when that kind of stuff is spoiled, I mean, things like that are going to happen mm-hmm. because people like to talk about yeah. uh, the movie or the book in whatever way. Um, and when stuff like that is spoiled, especially like going back to the village, when you know something's going to happen like that, like you, the experience for the movie is going to be totally different for you because you are like focusing on a particular part or particular person more than you think you would, or you actually would if you never knew about that spoiler. It's a weird feeling. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I can see for that. Sure. Um, if it's, the same spoiler I'm thinking of, the particular Harry Potter one, where that particular person died. Right. Um, <laughs> I remember, and you would ab- absolutely hate this, Patrick. I remember when, when that came out, when, specifically when that book came out, um, people were making YouTube videos of people, like, because a lot of times, you know, there were people waiting in huge lines yeah. to buy the book, and there were videos of people filming themselves running up to the lines and yelling out the spoiler yep. and then no. running away. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. That actually what that evil people that happened with the last <laughs> couple books of Harry Potter. Like it's it just got so huge that like the books, this is before some of the movies had come out. Like and people would do that in the last couple books with various spoilers. Uh it was awful. Like that's that's not cool. Like, you know, we're we're talking about how we deal with spoilers and how we feel about spoilers, but if someone just spoils something just to mess with people i know it's just a movie i know it's just a book but when you're doing that that's just trolling to, that's <laughs> trolling that's that's heartless in my opinion i know it's you know we're not talking about saving you know starving kids and curing cancer and you know in the grand scheme of things it's not that big a deal but i know patrick understands that even though he's hardcore about spoilers when it comes down to it he's not gonna like I don't know. Hit someone with a car like I would over spoilers, you know. So now that's a little extreme. <laughs> Just a I little. Would never do that. Never. I feel like you definitely would, but I but I don't know. <laughs> but I'm not sure. I say that, <laughs> Patrick. Patrick, so look, I feel like I'd think it. about it. <laughs> it might cross my mind. Uh, Shiplig uh, at Dopalicious said, "Spoilers suck. I try to avoid media." In regards to them, minor spoilers are okay after some time, but you should never spoil major spoilers or major things, period. I had a podcast spoil Heavy Rain for me, instantly unsubbed, and they're still dead to me. I don't know if you guys played Heavy Rain. 
Uh, so yeah, a, I actually was thinking about heavy rain. So that's a good one, Ronnie. A heavy heavy rain is just like one of those. Um, if you've ever played like the Walking Dead games, it's pretty much where you choose. You like go through a scene and you you have choices. Yeah, pretty I, much. I did play that Walking Dead game for a little while. Yeah. So it's kind of like that. Um, and the heavy rain wasn't spoiled for me, but that was one of the like the, the opening scene of heavy rain uh being a dad in that you know just like it was just like one of those scenes where i'm like man if that was spoiled for me i don't think it would have been as impactful uh for me um if um if just if i just experienced it for myself yeah what's funny with heavy rain for me i had actually again when i never thought i was going to play the game or buy the game uh i think i didn't have a ps3 and i didn't see a ps3 coming in my future um, I had read it on Wikipedia about the story. And then eventually when I got a PS3 and then down the road, I bought the game and I played it and, you know, the twists and turns came and I was like, oh, I totally forgot about that. And oh my goodness, I can't believe I, Like I still like, like I still had the rush. I still had the surprise. Like again, I'm sometimes I'm there, very thankful for my dementia. It doesn't always, <laughs> it doesn't always work out, but when it comes to spoilers, it usually does work out. Uh, Mike BC on Twitter said, biggest spoiler I ever had was the Yoda Dooku fight in episode two of Star Wars. Knew it back and forth by the time I saw the movie on vacation that summer in this little podunk theater that hadn't managed to get the movie yet. They all started laughing, but I knew what was coming. What? What was the spoiler? Oh, Just the fight? Just just Yoda fight. I think the big spoiler was Yoda actually fighting. Like, you know, before uh, episode two of Star Wars, Yoda had always been the old... You know, old guy. old guy with the the little yep. cane, and you know, oh, yeah, okay, mm, I get the that. force you have, yeah. yes, and just you know all that jazz. But once he started jumping around like a little chihuahua, I remember watching that in the theaters, and we went nuts when yeah, that was awesome when when Yoda got out his lightsaber and just started hopping around like oh, uh, he was everywhere. He was everywhere. It was like a chihuahua on crack. It was crazy. Like Cisco on crack. <laughs> yeah, Cisco. We could yeah use a more personal <laughs> more personal example. <laughs> So for uh, for the times that you don't want spoilers, and this this is probably more for Patrick than for the rest of us. How do you go about avoiding spoilers? What do you, what are your tips, Patrick, for those times when you don't want to know what's going on, when you want to avoid them spoilers? What do you suggest for people to do, or what do you do? So what I did, what I do about spoilers. Um, I did this with Infinity War last year is, you know, I get on, I get on Twitter and there's this setting where you can actually block or mute certain words, um, that you choose. So I went in there and I, I, I blocked like Infinity War. I blocked Iron Man. I blocked death. I blocked all these things that I thought was going to happen. Um, and I got like a, a little help just, just searching for Google um, and searching on Google and saying, Hey, what, what are the keywords I can block? Cause other people were doing this too. Um, so I just copied that and I put that into Twitter. So my Twitter feed would be only, would be anything but infinity war. So I, nothing will be spoiled because I wasn't seeing it on the opening night. I was seeing it like that weekend, but it wasn't going to be opening night. I don't want to get spoiled accidentally, accidentally. Um, so I, that's what I did. Um, regarding spoilers, I also do like the old. Uh, have you ever, if you ever seen that uh, Jimmy Fallon baseball movie, 
um, where he's in the restaurant with Drew Barrymore's character. Fever pitch. And someone's fever pitch. And uh, he likes to watch like every single game. And he'll, if he's out, he'll tape it and then come back and watch it. And he was out <laughs> to dinner one night and uh, someone was talking about the game. And he had just eaten lobsters or, and his hands were all like dirty. And he didn't want to hear, so he all of a sudden he just started yelling, la 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 la, la 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 la. <laughs> I've done that before. That's special. I believe. I believe <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah. So I've done those. Uh, those. Those are the couple things that I've done before to avoid spoilers. All right. Well, Asha Ingram on the Discord, she said, I only have an issue with spoilers if it's a big one, like a character dies, and it's a show or a movie that I've invested in and love. I actually had Infinity Wars ending spoiled for me by a guy at work. Boo, guy at work. You stink. Fired. Fired. And that was... He's worse than Florida, man. He is. And that was a bummer. I usually try to avoid social media in case things are spoiled for me, but sometimes it doesn't help. Uh, I would say to the, for me to this point, I've never been spoiled through social media. Like, uh, I don't go looking for it, and I also don't do what Patrick mentioned. I've heard of people doing that, but I've never gone so far as to like put a list of words to avoid. Uh, but overall, I kind of feel like social media at this point is so like to the max to where there's like such a constant flow that even if a spoiler goes by my newsfeed or whatever, I'm gonna miss it as long as I'm not looking for it. Um, you know, there's so much information that goes by that none of it really, like, really etches into my mind. So I just tend to forget most stuff. So that's that's been my experience. Uh, Blue Man Rule at Lastberry, I think. Yeah, Lastberry, that looks right. At Lastberry on Twitter said, I try to avoid spoiling or being spoiled as much as possible. I don't understand folks who get joy out of spoiling stuff. It's a deflating experience. We're with you, brother, on that. He said, speaking about with others who have seen, it is how I avoid spoiling it for those who haven't. Just a courtesy check of, have you seen, question mark, makes a big difference. So, make sure to, you know, in conversation, when you're with a mixed group of people, just say, hey, have you guys all seen Endgame? And if one person says no, you say, get out. I need to talk about Endgame with my friends that are cool. Unlike <laughs> Get you. out. Get out. Scum. You know how deflating that is when you want to talk about something and someone doesn't want you to talk about that? I mean, that must be, Ronnie, what you feel like every day when we That was lunch. every <laughs> single day at lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick, what do you want to talk about? Not that. Nothing. Nope. Not that. Spoilers. We were talking about the weather and everything. Uh, there's there's <laughs> yeah. even been times when I've been talking to Patrick. We've been playing a game. Or uh, hanging out, and I'm like, "So what's been going on this week?" He's like, "You'll have to wait for the show." And I'm like, "Are you serious? You're not going to spoil <laughs> it for me? Like, you want it to be that magic moment where I'm going to give a genuine reaction to what you have to say? It's just silly." So now that we've talked a little bit about how we avoid spoilers, when is it actually okay to spoil things? Never. Never. No. Never ever. You have to. There comes a point where there is a uh, you know time has to have passed. Like if you're talking about like if you're talking to an adult, say you're talking to another 30, 40 year old person, and you're talking about the original Star Wars, 
I think there should be a point where you don't need to spoil those <laughs> things. Like, but if you're talking about uh, Star Wars with maybe a nine-year-old, mm, you know, you know, that's because one of the Star Wars, one of, that's one of the biggest, biggest moments in Star Wars is in Empire Strikes Back, and seeing those videos, there's like, there's a video. I think I don't know if we've discussed this before of kids reacting to Empire Strikes Back for the first time. We haven't discussed it, um, but I've also seen those videos. Yeah, that's and that's that's cool. They just like their their jaw jaw just drops, and they look at their parents like, "Oh my gosh, was that serious? Is that really what's going on?" Um, I mean, like it 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 all depends on the certain situation. Um, like if you give permission, because my wife she is she doesn't care about spoilers. She was like, what happens in the end? And that's all she really wants to know about. Cause she cares about the journey more than the actual ending to a movie. She wants to know, is it going to be a sad ending? Is it going to be a good ending? Um, does everyone, does anyone die in this one? She asked those questions. Um, so it really depends on who you are talking to. See, that's what I was talking about earlier, uh, was the idea that like a lot of spoilers are so ingrained in pop culture that it's kind of hard to avoid them. Now, granted, there are obviously there are kids and, and people that have never seen Star Wars before. Um, and, and you know, we're kind of surprised. But for the most part, like that whole spoiler about that particular uh, scene in Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> now, are there nine year old kids listening to this right now? Is that what? I, is I that don't what? know. Are there? Are you there? never know. I don't Generally, have those I numbers. I don't think so, but you know, you never know. Okay, if listener, right now, if your nine-year-old kid is listening, plug their ears. Luke, and that's all you need. I am your father. Oh no, he said it. He said the no. Uh, come on, that is so ingrained in pop culture at this point. It is. Anyone yeah, who's listening to this, if you don't know, what, I mean, like, really, we gave a spoiler, but if you don't, if you haven't seen the movies, you're going to be like, what are you talking about? Who's Luke? So I would be willing to bet that people have heard that and not ever seen the movies. Yeah, they have just no idea. in like pop it's culture. Just, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But, um, and, and that's actually one of the, and I'm not sure if we're going to go into this at a later point but that's what la, 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 no, no, no 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 that's not what i'm saying that's not what i'm saying i'm saying the fact that that's like to me that's one of the most defining spoilers that i've ever i guess experienced spoilers um, we'll get there yeah we're almost um, there we're and, on the cusp but um well i guess i'll save that for when we actually get to that point so but i so, digress so patrick says never uh, I'll go ahead and share mine real quick because mine is simple. If it's an antique, you can spoil it. The statute of limitations, if it's 25 years or older, should be dropped. But I will say in this day and age, especially with video games, there are so many video games being remade that I can see where you could say, hey, it might be better not to spoil some games that could possibly be remade. Like, like uh, Conker's Bad Fur Day. You can spoil that. I don't think anybody's ever going to remake that. But well, like, Rare I has that I don't on think their anyone's list. playing that for the story anyway. <laughs> I don't. Th- I don't think anybody. <laughs> but like, there, you know, a game that I don't remember if I'm going to mention it later. I think a very. I'll, I'll touch on it really quick. But as it pertains to this conversation, like Kotor, uh, Knights of the Old Republic, Star Wars, that 
that game could be remade someday. And there's a plot. I hope so. I Me really too. hope so too. Game. That is a great game, and there's plot twists in that, and there are things that happen that. Like for me, when I played that, I was just like, what? Like it just had that moment of just like, wow, that is so cool. And so I would never in a million years, even though that game right now is stuck either on iPhones or I think you can play it on cell phone and it's stuck on original Xbox. Is that where it is? You can actually play that on Xbox One as a backwards compatible. Oh, that's right. It is backwards compatible. I remember seeing that. So it's not totally stuck. If you're an Xbox, you're not stuck. But if you're a Sony pony like myself, I'm stuck. I can't play it ever again, at least at this point. Mm. But I would say overall, 25 years or older, it's you kind of got some free reign. But in our day and age with remakes, you do have to tread lightly sometimes. For sure. Yeah, I feel like that game was way ahead of its time. Like that was such a good game. It really was. Like, I remember playing that for the first time as a kid and I was like, man, this is the coolest game I've ever played. Yeah. Mm. In some ways, yeah. I think KOTOR, Knights of the Old Republic was better than A New Hope. I can't believe they haven't remade that game. No, I can't like, believe it That seems it like one I, I would have thought definitely was getting remade. I will say one thing for, I guess, a condition in which spoiling to a degree is okay. And obviously, I don't have any of these, but children. So if a parent wants to know about the content of a movie, like what's in it, what is the context for that? That's I think that's a situation where you can spoil it a little bit, um, and and try to give some give some content hints, um, but obviously I don't have kids, but I think that's that's kind of a kind of a line there, like okay this is gonna happen at this point, right? So, gotcha. Well, we have a couple people that I, I just want to mention real quick before uh, we we get to the final part where we talk about our spoilers that impacted us. Uh, we we have one Jason at fight. <laughs> I don't know if how to pronounce this. Fightios, fightios, uh, fightosios. I'm having a stroke right <laughs> now. I'm having a stroke. Help me, help me, Jesus. Uh, he had this to say. He said, as long as you warn someone, minor and medium spoilers are okay. You shouldn't spoil major spoilers, ever. Some big twists and spoilers that should never be spoiled are things like Knights of the Old Republic. Agreed. Empire Strikes Back. Agree to disagree. Oops. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> yeah. Oops. And Fight Club. Oh, yeah. That's another big one. Now, mm, now Fight Club is Fight Club is approaching the 25th anniversary, but I would say that there are... 25 years? Wait. That's... It was 99, so sorry. We're still four years away from, yeah. But still, I can't believe it's that old. Yeah, it's it's at its, uh, this is its 20th year right now. So I would say in five years, it's technically entering its antique stage. But at the same time, that movie is so like, that has such a plot twist that it's like, you know what? That's just not worth it. Like, I will make, that's a game that I would, I think it's such a good good spoiler that it's, I would rather just talk about it with people that have seen it, so. Um, the other person, the other person, the other person, <laughs> the other person that the I want to, the other person I want to mention is Ken L, my buddy from Pittsburgh, uh, on the discord. He had a very, a very well thought out, uh, spoiler <laughs> plan. Yeah. He has a novel <laughs> that I will, I will run through really quick, but, uh, he really has thought through some of this. So Ken said this, spoilers are a weird thing. I have rules pertaining to spoilers that I like to have for my life and hopes to not be spoiled by things that they are not blanket rules. 
You have to figure these rules pertain to social media, podcasting, and YouTube. You have to know your audience, if podcasting, making a video, titling things correctly, and or address them well before spoilers is a must. If you are the potential bringer of the spoiler, where you can ask the person, you should be responsible and courteous enough to ask where they are at in the series or the game. And have you seen such and such a movie yet? I'm not seeking out a five-year-old to give them Star Wars 4 through 6 and saying Vader is Luke's dad as I'm handling them the collection. Typically, if you don't want something spoiled, it's on you to consume the product as soon as possible upon release of said product. When it comes to the major moments such as sports and wrestling or major mainstream TV shows, i.e. Games of Thrones, Game of Thrones, Walking Dead, reality TV such as The Bachelor or Survivor, they are live reaction media. You cannot expect a spoiler warning. It is your duty, if you do not want to be spoiled, to either watch live or go on social media blackout. I know if I cannot watch these live, I will tell friends I talk to about it that I am not watching live. I'll tell you when I get caught up on them. If there's a highly anticipated movie, I will do my best to see if see it opening weekend. If not, within a few weeks, people should, within those first few weeks, be courteous enough to not say who died in the latest Marvel movie. My preference is major plot and story points not be talked about openly without a spoiler tag until two months after... He- Home video release, that's very specific. The thought is, the time in the theater plus two months of rental or demand streaming time should be more than enough if you really cared about the movie. Straight to streaming shows are tough. I say you should average one episode every four days for a few seasons for an hour-long show and every other day for a half-hour show. Are you still with me? If you don't want them spoiled. That might be... No, I'm not. That might even be generous. I forgot what we were talking about. (laughs) You know, (laughs) there are people that will binge a season in less than a day, so that ratio seems fair. Then there's video games. Interactive media is like this. It's so difficult because everyone plays at their own pace. One guy could have 50 hours into a game and has been exploring or doing many games while another plays straight story, beats the game, and puts it down under 20 hours. I find I feel six months, you have six months to talk openly about a game without a spoiler tag. There's a lot in there. <laughs> there is a lot in there. I love how specific. That's, uh, pretty thorough. I, I had to read all it's, that because I love how specific he is. It's very complicated. I mean, it sounds like he's got some sort of a system. He does. Um, that works for him. Uh, but uh, it, yeah, I mean, like it all. It all depends. There's a there's a lot of variables in every situation about uh, what can be spoiled. I mean, like he had mentioned uh, Game of Thrones, uh, and Game of Thrones. It's it's, it's reaching the end of its whole series yeah and this like hello whoops <laughs> spoilers uh, series trying to spoil Siri game wanted of thrones. to talk to me um but uh so yeah i mean like like spoiling that series is gonna be i mean that's gonna be hard because people are gonna want to talk about that i mean and that's gonna be one of those things where it's live not necessarily live but it's gonna be a sunny night you know like People are going to get together and they're going to want to watch it as a group. Uh, some people are going to want to watch it alone uh, and then want to talk about it. It's one of those shows that you talk about because there's always a cliffhanger at each uh, each episode. I feel like you cannot uh, expect with a show like Game of Thrones to not be spoiled if you don't almost watch it immediately. Like It's one of those shows, yeah, yeah for it's sure. It's one of those things where you, you can't like not – I mean you can't expect somebody to not spoil it for you because that show is – just crazy popular and people want to talk about it immediately right after the showing. Yeah. I mean like once, once I think it's on at like you know, nine, nine or 10 o'clock Eastern standard time. And once it's over, it's all over social media. So yeah. that's one of those shows you got to go on blackout or watch it 
as soon as it airs. Yeah, I mean, that's the water cooler now. I mean, when people want to talk about it, you know, a lot of people, they just can't go out in the streets and just be like, hey, did you watch Game of Thrones today? Let's talk about it. You know, that's that's what Facebook, that's what Twitter, those lo- those those internet places are where we talk about the shows. So you just got to go on blackout with those kind of things, I think. Live TV uh, shows, sporting events. Uh, yeah, there's just no way you can expect people to be like, hey, don't talk about it. I need to watch the Super Bowl. I'll watch it tomorrow or next week. <laughs> so, all right. So let's jump into spoilers that impacted us. We're going to kind of end things out by talking about, uh, you know, just the the impactful things that have happened that people consider spoilers. As I said before, we will not be spoiling anything in detail, so no worries. We will be just giving enough info to maybe uh, get you interested in experiencing the the movie or video game. Uh, itself, or just kind of just share enough so that we can share how it impacted us. So uh, let's start with movies. Uh, are there any movies that you want to make a shout out to, or you know, Mark already alluded to uh, Empire Strikes Back. We kind of you know discussed that, but if you want to share, Mark, about like how that impacted you, or you know, whatever you guys want to throw out there, throw it out. Well, I mean, yeah, that that particular spoiler basically changes the entire trajectory of the of the series the whole star wars empire strikes back thing um it basically informs the next movie um and also makes you completely rethink uh episode four um and and so it was interesting i was actually watching um uh or listening to an interview with mark hamill and he was basically talking about they had a completely different sequence written before they actually went to film it. Uh, it was supposed to be a completely different scenario. And then uh, one of the, um, I think it was the actual director, which I believe his name is Lawrence Kasdan, um, he came in and talked to, to Mark Hamill, and he's like, listen, this is what's happening. And he handed him the copy of that page. It was a different page from what was in the initial script. And he's like, are you serious? Is this, is this true? He said, yeah, it's true. I know it, George knows it, and now you know it. So if this gets out, we know it was you. <laughs> and so <laughs> No pressure. Yeah. So th- this was a big hush-hush secret that basically informs the entire rest of the story and even after into 7, 8, and 9. So to to witness something like that, um you know, it's it's pretty much the one of the biggest you know, plot twists you could ever have in a movie. And and that basically was, you know, part of my love for Star Wars. So definitely impacted me, um, for sure. I don't really think I ever had one like that that really affected me. I, I mean, I, I know it's because of the general way I look at that. Um, I don't remember the first time I ever saw that Empire Strikes Back scene. Um, I know I've seen it like a ton, but I don't, I guess I don't recall like, too young to really comprehend like uh, something of that magnitude, I think in that series. But um, no, I, I don't, I do not have one that comes to memory right away. I don't really, I don't know if I have anything, any movie that has really impacted me per se. Uh, there have been uh, plenty of movies where uh, it has, you know, imprinted on, on in my love for certain movies mm-hmm. uh, like, uh, like the, the twists in Usual Suspects, mm. uh, 
Um, I, I, it's, it's like one, it's one of the biggest twists, um, that I can remember. Uh, like if I go back and, uh, rewatch that and I've done it before, like the, the entire movie is a little slow. Um, uh, but, uh, the ending, so it makes up for the rest of the movie. Um, and I think that's a, that goes along the lines of a lot of movies. Like the movie could be terrible, but if the ending, uh, is like a huge twist, um, something you never saw coming, uh, it can really make the movie. Um, and usual suspects for me was one of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say that for the most part, um, big spoilers, big twists in movies, like in the grand scheme of things didn't really impact my life. Like I, I like Ronnie. I don't remember like when I first watched empire strikes back and you know, Vader said that, uh, infamous line and, and, I remember watching it, but I don't remember it hitting me like, whoa, that's crazy. Um, but there's still like, for me, like the mid 90s to the early 2000s, there are a number of movies that uh, were just really awesome to experience for the first time, like to just get hit hit by that, that twist, that turn. Uh, I mean, I would say overall that when movies do that, when any media does that, uh, this is the whole idea of like, things aren't always what they appear to be. Uh, that whole idea is like reinforced through them. One movie that I sure. I really like is the movie called Memento. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen yeah, this movie, Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan movie. Uh, Guy Pierce plays a character. If you haven't seen Memento, I am not going to spoil it. I do want to share just like very little bit of like the synopsis to kind of give you wet your taste buds. But you need to watch this movie. Uh, I think it's so a late nineties be- movie. If I remember right, before you go into yeah. it, how how much are you going to be talking about this? Because you see, the end of the movie is the beginning of the yeah, movie. Yeah, that's what I was going to. I was just going to talk about the fact that the movie is filmed in such a unique way because you see the end of the movie at the beginning, and then each scene after is the the scene before. So the whole movie plays backwards. Uh, you play as you you don't play. That's not a video game. You the principal character is a man uh, named Leonard who has permanent short-term memory loss. So it's kind of your way of seeing... It's like the only way you could see his life through his eyes is by watching the movie backwards because you have no recollection of what happened before, just kind of like he doesn't have it because he has short-term memory loss. Like in the movie, he uses tattoos, he uses photos, note-taking to guide his reality. And throughout the whole movie, he's searching for his wife's killer. And uh, it's it's amazing. Like you you get to the end of the movie and you're like... Oh my gosh, what did I just watch? Like, I remember watching it with my wife and just like, we got to watch this again. Uh, and it was just such a unique way to yeah. share a story. Like, it was so cool. Yeah, Christopher Nolan, like, he has a knack for telling that type of a story. Kind of like, not so much like M. Night Shyamalan, but the way that he that he weaves the particular twists in such a way. Like, the honorable mention for me, of course, being a Batman fan, is is the Dark Knight? I remember the first time I went and saw the Dark Knight in in an IMAX theater. Um, I think it was in like Chicago or something like that. Um, and I remember watching that and just being enthralled the whole time with the way that 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 screenplay was just done so well, and each turn and twist, especially with like the Joker's character. Um, you just never knew what was going to happen next, and it kept you on your toes. And so that movie was was a ride for me. It was a whole spoilerific 
kind of thing. So, I mean, Christopher Nolan, dude, dude is is awesome. Yeah, he totally is. Uh, some of the other movies that I mean, I'm sure a lot of people have watched The Matrix, but I really, you know, I think I don't think this is a major spoiler. But when, when in in of course, Patrick can edit this out if it is, but I mean, it's revealed within the first upper half of the movie, the first half of the movie. But when you are first introduced to the idea that people are living in a computer, like <laughs> when I watched that movie the first time and they revealed that they were hooked up to a large computer and they were slaves to uh, AI that had taken over the world and all that jazz, uh, that blew my mind. Like I remember watching that my senior year in high school and I was like, wait what and just the whole journey of the one and everything that went into that was amazing um you know and patrick mentioned the usual suspects fight club if you have not seen these movies please do yourself a favor go watch these movies because they are timeless classics for sure uh how about video games do you guys have any video games that got your attention when you played them that caught you by surprise impacted you in any way the uh, the one that comes to mind right away is The Last of Us. Mm. Uh, when The Last of Us uh, game was announced, they had this whole direction. It's going to be this zombie-filled game where you know, you're know you living in a post-apocalyptic world. Um, and uh, the opening scene uh, to this game, uh, they had not shown in any of the trailers or anything um, of previews um, no scenes of, of for this trailer or for this opening scene was ever shown. Um, so when you start the game, you're like, "What is happening?" You know, you, it's 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 unlike it, it unlike any other opening of a game I have ever been been I've ever experienced. Um, and as a as a dad, um, it was at the time. You know, you know, I, I first time I played it. You know, I was a dad. Um, and, uh, the, the main characters, you know, he's a, he's a dad. So, um, and seeing just seeing the opening scene, it really had a huge impact yeah. on me. And it, it was one of those, one of those scenes, like I, I don't ever want to have to, I don't, I don't want to want to play again. Um, uh, but I, but I play it, uh, to my own wishes, you know what I mean? Like, because it's such a good opening scene. Anytime there's a huge twist in a game where the lives of people are impacted, you know, where, where just all of a sudden you're heading down one path and that path is redirected. And all of a sudden it's like, Oh, I thought I was going one way and now I'm going another. Uh, I've had that with a number of games like in final fantasy. Uh, this game is pretty old. Uh, but at the same time, I'm not going to go into too great detail, but I remember sitting, on our blue lazy boy playing Final Fantasy VII when a principal character is, their path is completely changed. Some would say it's stopped. Whatever you, however you want to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just he's got his tap dancing shoes yeah, on. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it's just it just it's just I thought it was like a dream. You know, I thought, oh, it's not real you know, what, what direction they were taking me in the game. And it was real. And it just, it blew me away. Like, it just was crazy. You know, that's, that's like that in Walking Dead season one. Like, it totally goes down a path. And I'm just like, what? What? And as, again, as a dad, it's like, man, 
it just hits you right in the feels. You know, the most recent experience I had with a game, and Patrick, you're going to relate, is Red Dead Redemption. Like, so midway through that game, a lot changes. And oh, for sure. it goes on a path that you're like, <laughs> I don't know if there's ever been a video game that like kind of goes down that path. So like I did, not, it was not spoiled for me. And it was the first time I learned about it. I was like, whoa, like what in the heck is going on? But I, uh, the funny thing is, is I had to skirt around this thing that happens in the game with Patrick forever. It was, <laughs> it was so bad. And I actually, I think I did kind of spoil it for you one time because I thought you were further in the game. And I was like, oh, that didn't happen yet. You're like, what? I'm like, nothing, nothing. nothing <laughs> yeah. Patrick, I like, remember I that. that. I was like, I ah, that. dang it. And I was like, oh, no, I felt so bad. <laughs> but uh, it the game goes in just a direction that you wouldn't think, like you didn't expect. And, um, you know, kind of like even the endings. I actually was so into that game that I had to look up all the different types of endings. And because it's based on your decisions throughout the game, I wanted to make sure that I got the ending that I wanted to get. Yeah, and the spoiler that you had spoiled for me, it wasn't uh it wasn't like you had given me the end of the game. Right. Uh it was in the middle of the 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 game and yes, it changed the direction of the game. Uh but it's it's something that that it was it was a spoiler, uh but it wasn't like a huge spoiler like, "Oh my gosh, all of a sudden you, did you see that you were just like Angels took you away. Oh, did were you at that part yet? True. It's like uh, what? <laughs> True, but the but that but the part that I'm talking about, like like a mid game like spoiler or whatever, it is a big surprise in the game. I think for a ton of people, it if is. it's never been spoiled for you, it's man. They took a path in that game that I never had really considered, and it was really cool. And it wasn't cool as for your character, but it was cool. Um, just how they took a kind of a turn that I feel like most games like that's not something you would have happen in a game to you. Yeah. Well, that's like me and, um, oh, by the way, spoilers. I like Batman. So, of course, this goes along with that. So, Batman. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, I'm not going to go into details, but um, Batman Arkham Knight uh, was basically um, just pushed as the big conclusion to the whole Arkham series, starting with Arkham Asylum, then Arkham City, and then here's Arkham Knight. And. You wondered what Rocksteady was going to do uh, to try to finish this series. And when they get to the end, you're like, whoa, did not expect that to go that way. And, you know, they they did not pull their punches on that. Um, no, they, they, they did something that was like, wow, they they did it. They did that. And it was so unexpected. Um so, and I very much enjoyed it when it, when it got to that portion, for sure. I think well, one of the cool things about stuff like that, like a Batman game, you're like you're not expecting a twist. You're not expecting something to blow your mind. Um, and when you're not expecting something like that, like sometimes when you're when you're watching a movie, you're like, oh my gosh, something's gonna happen. I don't know what it is, but it's gonna happen. It's gonna be a huge twist. What is it? Uh, but when you're playing a game like Batman Arkham Knight, you're like, oh, I'm not really expecting something something crazy to happen. But when it does, you're like, whoa, it kind of blows your mind a little bit. 
Yeah, and when it happens Absolutely. in, you know, like you said, you expect it in movies, but when you, when it happens in video games, like I remember the first time I played Metal Gear Solid, the OG on PlayStation 1, and there's a particular boss fight where you cannot beat them in a normal way, and you have to find a creative way to beat them. Oh, yeah. And it blew <laughs> my mind, like... I don't even remember how I understood, like, because there was no internet. There was no way for me to Google it and be like, how do I beat this boss? And I just, I just remember figuring it out. And I just was like, games can do this. Like, you know, with most games, like on Nintendo, Super Nintendo, you, you just power through. You just play and play and play until you figure it out, until you beat the, beat the boss. But you could not power through this boss. You had to find a very creative way to do it. And it was amazing. And it, it definitely impacted me. If you haven't played Metal Gear Solid Five, or not Metal Gear Solid Five, if you haven't played the original Metal Gear Solid, play it. If you haven't played Metal Gear Solid Five, also play that because there are definitely some smoke and mirrors, good stuff. Uh, Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic, as we said. I don't know if you guys have played Portal One and Two. Uh, that one's stranded on Xbox 360 and uh, PS3. I, I wish they would re-release. I wish Valve would re-release it. They don't really care about their IP so much, but. Uh, those games are worth going back to. Uh, your character's relationship with a psychotic artificial intelligence called Gladys, who is hands down top five uh, video game villains of all time. She is amazing. Uh, but you just you discover things like the cake is a lie, and you discover that potatoes have feelings also. And the mechanics, you won't understand because you haven't played I don't even it. know what that means. I know. That's, <laughs> that's the right kind of spoilers to give you because it makes no sense whatsoever. But the, the way, kind of like with Metal Gear Solid, with, with the boss fight I was talking about earlier, like when it makes you play the game in a different way, when you have to think outside the box, like that is just so cool. Once you've done that and you've figured it out, it makes you feel like a video game superstar, whatever. Like it just makes you feel smart and it's just really fun. So... All right, the last the last medium that I wanted to talk about before we wrap things up was books. Did you guys have any books? Now, books aren't really a popular thing nowadays. People prefer video games, movies. But were there any book spoilers, spoiler-free spoilers, that impacted your life that you read back in the day or now, if you still read? I don't, I don't read uh, many books. Uh, the only books that I have read are like the Da Vinci Code. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was filled with spoilers. Yeah. Um, because that's one of the cool things about like the Da Vinci Code uh, is it's like a clue leads to another clue, leads to another clue, leads to another clue, leads to this, leads to that. Um, and just uh, just going through that was was really neat. And I, if I would have known the ending, it kind of would have diminished the fact um, uh, of the entire story. Um, it was one of the first books that I've I ever read uh, on my own, you know, outside of class, outside of school. Um, so yeah, that's that was I would say that was probably the biggest spoiler book um, that I've ever read. I think with Da Vinci Code, the only aspect of the Da Vinci Code I didn't appreciate was how people actually thought Dan Brown was trying to say that the spoilers and the 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 ideas that he was conveying in that book were like he was saying they were true. Yeah, he he w he took a lot of like historical references, and a lot of what he was in the book was either true or they were like rumors or fabrications or things like that. And then he would just take it to the next level. It wasn't supposed to be, hey, this is real. This is a a, a something that he did a lot of research on, and this is the story. 
uh, it wasn't that. It was fiction. It was all, it was all yeah. fiction. I think for me, um, probably the biggest, um, at least the biggest ending to a book that I was really compelled by was the ending to The Great Gatsby. Okay. Uh, which good which we read in, in high school. Um, I was just compelled pretty much for uh, that. For some reason, that book just grabbed me. And the ending to it is just crazy. Um, and uh, I, I recommend you read the book. I recommend you watch both versions of the movie. Uh, there was a movie that came out in, the, I want to say it was the 70s, with Robert Redford playing the main character. Um, and then, of course, there's the Leonardo DiCaprio version of The Great Gatsby, which is also phenomenal. Um, definitely recommend you watch those uh, and read the book because it's just crazy and it's just a lot of fun and and sad to read, but it's it's awesome. I, I agree. The Great Gatsby is one of the greatest stories I think I've ever read and watched. Um, I just enjoy The Great Gatsby. I mean, who doesn't love a you know twenty year old millionaire who just throws parties all the time? Yeah, old sport. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I hardly ever read any books. I can never think of a scenario where I've had one spoiled for me. Like I listen to audiobooks more often than a regular read, but I haven't had it as really spoiled either. So, spoiler: they find the treasure on the Curse of Oak Island. Yeah, you don't know that. I don't know either. <laughs> I but I have started watching that. I watched the first. I watched the latest episode. Uh, a couple a couple days ago, and I'm hooked. Pretty awesome, it is, isn't it? It is awesome. Like, I'm okay it's, with just starting now. It's so exciting uh, because they do a lot of like, hey, you know, two weeks ago they did this, or yeah, two months do. ago they did this, they and did it. it's kind of cool, you know. So that that story is so interesting. It is. Spoilers: They still haven't found the treasure on Oak Island. Let's be honest. What? I know, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Spoilers, they probably will never find the treasure on Oak Island. But I can see where you're going with the anticipation of, of finding that. Uh, for me, the books that really impacted me, that again, I'm not going to spoil, but I will like spoil the idea that they have twists and they have turns. One is Harry Potter. Um, I read all those books. Seen, I've seen all those movies. Um, and it's not just, you know, we already talked about, you know, characters dying and that kind of thing. But to me, it's not just the, the deaths and the, the shock stuff. Uh, also it's the relationships like Snape's relationship with Harry, uh, their love hate relationship and how that unfolds through the seven books is one of the greatest. I think it's one of the greatest aspects of the story. And I won't say any more than that, but I think it's just the idea that you know, you have people in your life that you, they're not always what they seem, and yet sometimes they are, and you have to take the risk to get to know them to really find out uh, the impact they have on your life that you don't even know. So um, the other book books that really impacted me were The Lord of the Rings, um, Fellowship of the Ring, Two Towers, Return of the King, um, just everything that unfolds with that story is epic, and uh, the the characters that either go missing or die, come back, you know, all those different things. Uh, it's just really cool. And uh, I, I like it. I like it a lot. So with that being said, do we have any, uh, we, we, as we again continue to wrap things up, as I said 20 minutes ago, 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it could take 20 yeah. minutes to wrap something, you know? Uh, before we, we kind of wrap things up with any uh, final thoughts on spoilers and those kind of things, Mark, did you have any music you wanted to uh, share with us, spoiler-inspired music? I have one thing before we get into Mark's music. Oh, just kidding. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, go for it. So today, I was at work, and I had a bathroom experience that I have to share. So there's three stalls in the men's restroom. I was in one. The other two were filled by other men. At least I would assume they're men. They were filled <laughs> by other men. That's good. Yes. So good we're all know. sitting in there. I'm the first one out, right? And when I exit the stall, I realize there is somebody standing there waiting for an open stall. Rather Whoa. than just go to another restroom, this person was standing there. And I got out the door, and they immediately went in. I don't know about you guys, but I kind of have a policy like, nope, I don't want the seat to still be warm from the the, the, the last guy. Like, I'm not going right in there after somebody's been in there. I will find another way. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, there's seven other bathrooms there's a ton. in the building. And this person was waiting. Life finds a way. Maybe they had to go really bad. And they just didn't. Yeah, but you think that like they, they would then all. go to a different one, not wait. As soon as I walk in and I see all three filled, yeah, I'm going to a different restroom. Gone. It takes 12 seconds to get to the next restroom. The only scenario that I could think of is, is this guy had to poop so bad that he could no longer walk anywhere. Oh, yeah. I get <laughs> that. It would have been that one, but he didn't rush in either. It was very casual. Well, you know what? It's a free country, and he chose to stay. He did. Sometimes I don't want to sit on it. Sometimes I don't want to sit on a cold seat. I like the. Yeah, but it's the warmth from another man's rear end. Yeah. How does that I, make you feel? I, I, I heard myself while I was saying. <laughs> Never mind. It's no good. Whether it's warm cold or seat. cold, there have been countless other men's rear well, ends on that seat. That's fair, but so, do you want to you feel know. the warmth? You want it to be that soon? You don't want the proof of it. Yeah. The proof of it. <laughs> proof of poop. How did we? How did we get here? Ronnie. Life experience, man. Yeah. Ronnie brought us here. I suppose. No, that's I all suppose. I had though. I thought it was. I thought it was a very odd choice. <laughs> it kind of made me feel weird. Like I was like, man, you're gonna go. Like you're gonna go right in there after me? Really? Not even. Not Spoilers. Even like Spoilers. I was just in there. Are you sure? Sir, I don't know if you know this, but I just pooped in there. Very recently. <laughs> so spoilers, Ronnie doesn't like warm toilets. Yeah, that's a no that's a no go. <laughs> no bueno. <laughs> can I can I share my music now? Yep. Okay, cool. Alright, as always, uh, you can check out the Good Morning Guys morning playlist on Spotify and iTunes. Thank you, Bernabe. Um and so I, I kinda had to reach for some deep cuts here. Um, because it's kind of hard to nail these down. And I, I could have gone the route of just going general, but I decided to stick to the, the idea of, you know, since we're talking about spoilers, um, I was kind of thinking about surprise or, or shock, something like that. So a lot of these songs are circled around surprise or shock. And so, um, again, a lot of these are deep cuts. So... There, the first one is Bruce Springsteen's Surprise, Surprise. 
the second one is Gordon Lightfoot's Much to My Surprise. And then the third one is Tegan and Sarah's Shock to Your System. So those may be ones you've probably never heard before. But, uh, you know, go take a listen to them and check out the Good Morning Guys Morning Playlist. Nice. That is all for me. Sweet. Thank you for those contributions. So, for the fifth time, as we wrap things up, do you guys have any final... Put the bow on it. Put the bow on it. I'm putting like 20 bows on this, baby. Do you guys have any closing thoughts, inspirational thoughts, spoiler... Spoilers, this is the last chance to share. I do have one final spoiler. Let's hear it. Now, this one is not necessarily a spoiler for me. Um, Not a spoiler for some. Uh, But uh, we are coming up on uh, Easter. And uh, for those of you that observe Easter, um, and for those of you who don't, but you know that there 2000 years ago, there was a guy that existed. His name was Jesus. And, um, what he did, um, he lived for, you know, it's, it's said to around 30, 33 years. Um, and what he did is he lived a humble life and, um, he did it all for, all for others. And, uh, there came a time where, you know, he had died on the cross and three days later, spoilers he rose again and Boom. when he when he did that he did that um uh, to basically show that there is there's more to life than life itself uh there is life after death um he the the whole reason why you know like i was thinking about this is why he had died um he died so that that we could live again um and not only in this life, but the life after this. And the reason he did that, he, he, he took that, he took our sin and made it his own. Um, and the reason why we, uh, we have pain in our lives um, is it's because it's, uh, our lives are short. Um, he, he, wants, he wants us to feel the pain that he had only for us to, to live again. Um, I'm not very, <laughs> I'm not very good at talking about this, this kind of stuff. Cause I don't usually, usually don't talk about it. Um, but I, I feel like this is, you know, Jesus rising from the dead and, and given another, uh, witness of what he has done for us is one of the biggest spoilers of all time. Um, it may be spoilers for some, um, and may, you know, there, there's, there's a lot of people out there that may or may not believe, uh, that he had rose from the dead. Um, but that's, that's, that's faith. You know, that's all about faith and that's kind of what I believe in. And I thought I want to share that a little, just a little bit about, uh, about that since we are coming up on Easter. That's a spoiler you can always give away. For sure. For sure. You, you hit it right on the money, man. That is, uh, and, and you know, that's been in movies. It's definitely been in a book, uh, with capital B, the good book, uh, and that's, you know, the spoilers don't stop there with, with Christ rising from the dead. I mean, you have the last book of the Bible, Revelations, where spoilers, God wins, and sin and death and pain and fear uh, will not last forever, like you said. It's just a short while, and Jesus Christ gave it all so that we could have eternity of joy uh, 
not just for ourselves, but f- with each other and with uh, our loved ones and with uh, people that come from all walks of life. And uh, thank you for sharing that, Patrick. That is truly the best way to, to end our spoiler talk because that is truly the spoiler of spoilers. Well, that's all we have for this good spoiler-free morning. Feel free to leave us a positive but honest review on iTunes if you have a couple minutes to spare. Once we get four more reviews and or ratings, Ronnie is going to do something crazy like maybe go into a bathroom, warm a bunch of toilets. (laughs) (laughs) Just throwing that out there. Maybe not. I'm quitting. He's like, why are all these toilets warm? I hate this podcast. (laughs) Anyways, to show your love for this podcast and see what crazy thing Ronnie will do, find us on iTunes. Give us a little, give some stars. Say a nice thing about Ronnie, how pretty he is. Whatever you want to do. Also, remember, if you'd like to join in on future episodes or connect with our community but are not sure how to do so, check out the show notes that have all of our info on the Discord server. It is free and a fun way to connect directly with us and our best pals. Our personal Twitter handles, the shows, is at the GMG Podcast. Uh, Also, you'll find our email, or you can even call us at what number, Mark? 929-GMG-GUYS. That's right. Call in, leave a message, make up an intro to the show. Or just ask a question. Beyond that, talk at you again next week on podcast services around the globe as we talk about our experiences, ironically, in church, religion, and with God. Alrighty then, Pat, Mark, and Ronnie J, who for the 25th week in a row has not watched the DVD copy of Superman that Pat let him borrow back in 2018. You listeners, our best friends and family, go get your good morning this week. May God bless and guide your lives as you live, work, and game. Tasvidanya, tasvrechi, ipaka. One, two, three, four. Freddy Krueger is actually a reanimated raisin. No.
these guys. <laughs> They're impervious to bullets. Uh, yours are supposed to go with it. How come they never make sure they're dead at the end? They just always assume that in some scenario they're dead and they never are. It doesn't because matter. Spoilers. Someone paid them to do that. You can lock their head off and they'll still be alive. It also, doesn't matter. You gotta check. Everyone in those movies is dumb. You gotta double tap. Spoilers. Jason Voorhees is wearing William Shatner's face. Inside out. True story. 